never gets old. Nick had to have arm pump surgery to be able to play the bass on that yep. when he recorded it in sixth grade. Every time this song comes on, we all just, it's, everybody starts bopping, you start doing the drums, you're doing the guitar, it's so dumb. It's a Somehow bass, it's our a bass. are synchronized. And we I've got even, an Arma IV just so I can get through that Just song. to get through it. Yeah. It's a lot of work on the bass. Arma. Scott Seth, Seth Kobe uses that stuff. He's, yeah. well, he was there all week selling He's it. like a Hustling. partner, right? Yeah, he is. Nick Way, Adam Cianciarillo, Jeremy yeah. McGrath. They got a lot of dudes involved in Arma. Quite the who's who. Whole, heard a bunch of good stories from Scott. He was telling us all uh, back in the day, all his deals he put together. He was he put together everything. Every deal. That During had, the era that we think is primo. It's, well, from it's our childhood. 05-ish. It's all the J-Law stuff and all the all these co-branded, yeah. you know, uh, rock star and all, yeah. the, all the one industry's gear and blah, blah, blah. Brought yeah. the big stuff. Yeah, so man. if y'all don't know what Kevin's talking about, he was at Loretta Lynn's motocross ranch for, for a week. For a damn week of... Started off good. Week of rainfall. Brother, it, it was wet. It was a wet one, man. The videos were insane. Did that make you wish you made it in there, Nick? Where you'd be like, yeah, that was a good year to go. Yeah, I would have just picked my bike up, threw that fucker on my back. <laughs> <laughs> May the strongest man the win. Walk. That's right. <laughs> Welcome to Winners Take Y'all. This is number 11. And just uh, so you don't bail on us, we will have an actual guest. If you don't want to listen to our crap, you can probably fast forward in an hour. If you want to just avoid all this dumb stuff we're about to give you, and we'll, you can jump right into this Malcolm very Stewart. Very important, though. But Malcolm yeah, Stewart's important, but we... I think our stuff's good. I think our stuff holds <laughs> holds up. It's some. We, you guys have some interesting takes. We got takes. A, whole, a whole week of amateur motocross. So much to, so go, much through. to go through. Did, 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 moto you, by you moto, well. lap yes. by lap. <laughs> so right? I got, I've got about 70 pages of notes. Kevin's going to read... The actual, as, I have the transcript. As monotonely as he can, every person's lap time. And discuss the 10 I had chat break. GPT write the entire, <laughs> they transcribed all 9,500 hours of racing. Of you talking. Just me. So, I want to hear about Radio Fox. So you guys will be through this in three years. It's going to take a while. I would think. Yep. Yeah. Three years, that's a good guess. They brought back Radio Fox. You're right. That was, I was really looking forward to that. That was one of the highlights for sure. That was a... Did it meet your expectations? It was it was done better than I even thought it was, man. Wes and those dudes killed it. The guests were awesome. We actually called Pete Fox wherever he was in the world, and he articulated probably word for word the best explanation as to why Loretta's behind his marriage and his kids was before his childhood home the most important event for him, and you know kind wow. of set the tone. It was yeah, he articulated why that event Pretty is heavy. incredible. And it was it was awesome. It was a great explanation. It's Pretty smart of him to put it behind his wife and kid. Yeah. <laughs> you think? Yeah, you wonder if he dropped. Guy. I mean, I don't. I don't know that everybody really feels that way, but that was pretty quick on his feet to two. Uh, right. You just want to say it that way. Yeah. Don't worry about how you feel. If you're interested in seeing okay. that, you can see all the shows from uh, the Radio Fox, Fox Radio over at Vermoto. I think they have all of them. We had hmm. Joe Shimoda, uh, Drew Adams, Kylie Stallings, Davy Coombs, Pete Fox, uh, little Seth Dennis. Who's a hoot? Some good, funny kids, man. So it was, it was real loose, and it was like, does he go by Little Seth, or you just called him Little Seth? His name is actually Seth. He's not so little anymore, but he, it's send it. <laughs> I Seth. mean, there are some people, you know, yeah, like Little Wayne, Little, little Bow Wow, Little Wayne, Little John, Little Bow Wow, Little Seth, Little Seth. Could be that could be a thing. Little yeah. Seth Dennis, send uh, yeah. it. Yeah. I just to want be, to be clear. I don't want. I don't want anybody to get that Seth mixed mixed you know up how they'll with do. Little Seth. with Little, little Seth, little, whoever that guy may be. Yeah. <laughs> Hey man, I'm Lil Seth. I need to talk somebody around here. <laughs> Lil Seth's one of those kids in Baltimore riding wheelies. Yes, hey! yes. My back ever, tires, Paul. You ever hear Tom Segura when he when he talks about uh, 
Big Daddy Kane. Hey, you Big Daddy Kane? <laughs> anyway, hollers at him across the street. He, I know who Big Daddy Kane is, but I ain't heard of this. Funniest Sunday, hell when Tom Segura talks about it. He is. I wouldn't yell at Big Daddy Kane, though, because I'm. No, he looks like he could. Yeah, yeah. me get my ass beat by a dude that's Big like, Daddy Payne. Yeah. Like, <laughs> how about, we were at uh, a non motocross story. We were at Universal one time, and it was in like, like right the day before Christmas. Between the two parks, you know how they, they screw you with selling you two park tickets and they're divided by a chain link fence? You know, so it's like, Sick. <laughs> you can get one ticket for 80 for 120 you can go to both parks. But it's you a 90-minute drive to... All the way around. No, they're, it, yeah, they're, you literally walk around. So we're walking around, and there's a couple walking down, a, a black guy, a white girl walking this way, and he's getting close, and I was like, man, that dude looks familiar. And big dude. And when he gets... You know, forty yards away, it's Lawrence Taylor. Hell yeah, LT. LT. He's LT. big, and he the closer he gets, the more I can tell he's pissed off. Uh, he's hot like as hell at Universal. Going on, man. He is like, he's just got that. You know, and he's a lunatic, like free. And so, <laughs> my wife recognized him. We were coming up. She's like, "That's Lawrence Taylor." And I was like, "Yeah." She goes, "Yeah, don't say anything." You gonna yeah. speak to him? I was like. No. Maybe later. Maybe. I'm not getting. I said, there's nobody out here to pull him off of me. He can just. That's incredible Hulk. Me and you. Yeah. He's our friend. I'm not getting my ass beat by Lawrence Taylor out here. No, he'd have leverage on you. We did tell him we have Malcolm Stewart, right? You did. Okay. Malcolm's a big dirt bike fan. He he could probably be. He's muscular. I don't know about tight end. He's he's about that big, though. He's about two bills, about six, two ish. Yeah. And he's super fit, though. So he's still ready to go. He's. He could probably, I mean, he's probably about Nick's size, honestly. About Nick's size, yeah. Maybe he rides a motorcycle. Maybe y'all can fight. Yeah. Yeah, we ought to get y'all squared up. I'm too old. Hey, speaking of fights, I know Will Hahn said he wasn't going to Loretta's. I felt like that was like a lie to get you off guard. Yeah, he. I, I would have thought he'd have slapped me a muddy boot <laughs> across my neck. <laughs> rides out from behind a tree and slaps you like you're in France or something. Dang. He just get jumps it. on you from behind and pushes your face in the mud like full on movie style. Like sick. Did you ever get have to walk through the mud or did you yeah. levitate? No, I did. I had to walk through that junk on that one pair of shoes and I was kind of sweating. We each had these. You wore you took one pair of shoes? I took a good pair of shoes and then my just track shoes. And my track shoes. I mean, I'm not gonna They're you know, dumb as God dumb. rest his soul, Joey, but like did you wear take one pair of jeans too? Yeah, just I mean, walk through <laughs> the creek every time you needed a shower. No, but my shoes never I, I dude, I was so Precise of my line choice. I I was way <laughs> off camera, and everybody's waiting for you to fall. Choice, yeah. Yeah. Slow, but it got the job done. I did get a ride or two. From, you hit all uh, your marks. I did. I didn't. I mean, it barely got over the top of the shoes one time. So when it does that, and that wet, it was that baby so batter. It looks, yeah, it was wet yep. mud. It just never went away. I saw a video of a guy losing his shoes, and like that was a solid five minute workout to hopefully get the shoe back. There's, There's a kid that took off in the PW class. He was had his feet. On the starting line, the, this is in Moto 2. It was super muddy. Of course, Moto 3 wasn't as bad because they waited until the end of the day. But super, Moto 2, it was rough. It was so bad that <clears throat> they took off, and about six of them went and kept going. 35 other bikes stopped. It, I, I was watching the screen. I said, did our screen just freeze? Because it was rough, <laughs> and it stopped. So I'm like, what the hell was Why that? Why they stopped? They stopped. They could not move. They were PWs. They have 2.25 horsepower, and they went nowhere. Well, the ones that made it, it took them like a minute 45 to get to the first turn. 100%. I was like, they wow, were running this is on the forever. side. And this kid took off and pushed off with his feet and his boots. St- they, they were standing when he was gone. He rode that <laughs> entire second moto on with socks on. Wow, man. Yes. That has to be the first. That's a Loretta Never Lynn's seen that first. before. Never seen that before. And these aren't the days of those rubber. Uh, they don't have pegs. rubber I don't foot think pegs they're, no more. No. He probably, yeah. His little feet Loretta's, he's got. 
titanium gator trap <laughs> bear claw. <laughs> yeah. yeah, those were those were bad news. So they had some medical attention looking after that little dude, man. It was a uh, oh for real. Yeah, so his at the end of the race, I mean, it was. Stuff. I'm sure they were hurting some. All things considered, everybody soldiered on that last day. Everybody cut That's laps. That's a bad little dude, though, man. He's a bad man. Everybody was <laughs> hey, hyped on that. Yeah. The medical goes up to him. He's like, get away from me. Yeah. And he kicks him with his bloody Bitch, foot. Yeah. Kicks him with a get bloody out of here. nub. He puts, his, he puts his bloody foot right upside the paramedic's head. <laughs> Did anybody fake it like they lost control and just ride through the grass lap after lap? Uh, I mean, they do that. I will say this. There's a lot of things about Loretta's that, is, that have changed, and it's primarily due to pro motocross. Cut through the grass. They have uh, wireless... Like ring cameras everywhere, and huh. if you say, "Oh, I saw a guy," well, let's just see it. You oh, know, wow. we got it. We yeah. got all that, and they caught. Like it was awesome. <laughs> I literally just said, "Man," and Trevin Nelson is your national champion. And Davey comes in. He goes, "Uh, that kid just cut the track. He is going to be docked probably a lap, and he's not going to." So I was like, "Well, unfortunately, uh, they'll we'll let them handle that." Due to here, an so. update, but that's what the cameras are there for. Because anybody could just say, "Hey, man, that guy cut the track." Yeah, but. When they watch it, they can see like your intent. Like it was so muddy, you'd watch them go through, and your if your body weight just went a little left, you're off the track. Yeah. you know, in the ten. Oh yeah, your balance. Is, so it's is the key, right? You can't, right, and getting back on much. there. I mean, I, try to get back on the ten commandments when they are hmm. pig slop. You can't. You can so in order to do that, you got to come at an angle. Then what happens? You watch go, the front. and you go all the way right. You can't yeah, even hardly right. get back it to a straight climb. line. It's, the front tire will not climb. It does. Yeah, it's not natural. Jump. So you'd see dudes just kind of stay to hell with it. And, it was so muddy, you weren't making up time. Do they yeah. name the Ten Commandments like is the first one? Yes, I have them. Yes, okay. thou, thou shalt, shalt not steal. covet thy wife. Look yeah. what happened to you there. Yeah, exactly. We had the Tunnel of Love, which we've always called it the Tunnel of Love, but I changed it throughout the week based on the class. So it was like the Tunnel of Second Divorces, the Plus 45 class. Oh, they the, were definitely. Yeah, like the Master's class was, uh, she's, we're just dating. You know, it's just they We bought her. a Corvette tunnel. Yeah, the Tunnel of. I hate girls was like the PW class. So that was <laughs> fun. Of girls new, are gross. The tunnel of a new C8. <laughs> exactly. Tunnel of a new C8. A midlife crisis tunnel of love. That was the 45. Uh, yeah. Well, what age, what age would the tunnel of a new C8 be? 50. The, it's got to be the 50s. masters, right? Yeah, but yeah. You're a tool but, bag. You're, the tunnel of second divorce is, <laughs> is 45. Yeah. You get that divorce at 45. You have a little bit of money because you peeled the wife off and everything right. else, and now you can go get recover. that recover. I need a way to peel her off like a fuel tank off the space shuttle, man. <laughs> yeah, <just> Solid <laughs> rocket booster, <laughs> SRB. That thing back. Yeah, buddy. <laughs> the tunnel of C8, a C8 guy, you'd, you'd know because he'd be wearing New Balance motocross boots. <laughs> yeah, the white grill white. boots. White jean with denim jean shorts yep. and clanking those little clankers everywhere he goes when he's doing his grill. Yeah. Loretta's is good, man. With a Florida tag. Kevin Wyndham, <laughs> like, he is a jam up dude i was telling him that he hung out in the tower with us man it was hours a day did he remember us oh absolutely <laughs> absolutely he gave me shit like he went in hard on me one time and his wife goes Kevin. like she why almost why would we ever try to stop that no that's what needs that, to be i was like please I, that, yeah. that that was that's the level of when your buddies like you can just go at each other and he he went at me i can't remember because my vision was so bad and i was like oh you little 50 riders coming up and it was like 450C riders. I couldn't even tell who that was. I was like, raise your hand if you've ever met Loretta's. And it was, they were waiting in stage. I was trying to pass the time. Yeah. And it was actually like 45-year-old man. They're like, you old son, but you can't idiot. see nothing in that tower where you're at. How they're looking around. You're like, the 50s. The 50s are like, we're 50. Like, yeah, I, I was, yeah, it was 50 just stupid. CC. Yeah, I was an idiot. Are, were, did you like your, the new tower? Love that new tower. Had to have been good. New tower's that. awesome. Um, people on Vital suck. I, I read some of the stuff. I'm like, there, there's some just complete idiots that have they're just old, crotchety not, not invested in the anything. sport. Like, if you've been there and maybe you've done it a few times, maybe you have even a little bit of wiggle room to talk. But like, 
you sit out in California, you barely ride, and you just clank on that dumb keyboard of yours, and those guys are so annoying. Yeah, that's probably what got Emig fired up about racing the Plus 50 class. He did a great job of telling you his investment, and I, I knew he went to Texas he, he got from serious. California. He went from California to Texas for the area, came back t- California to Texas for the regional, mm. and then came back and then came all the way to Tennessee for the race. He goes, I've got 10,000 miles invested in it. He spent I've got $10,000 invested in it. I bet it. he spent more than that. That's what he said. He goes, I buy my bike. So his response Damn, to all these dudes. $10,000 and going to Gatorback. Yeah. I, like. I know. Yeah, you easily <laughs> did count the – well – the motorcycle plus, you you might be way deeper. It's, it's that oh, age old every that. every year the vet rider shouldn't. He goes, when when am I supposed to race? When would you yeah. like for me to race? What class would you like for me to race? They grew up loving motorcycles, and it's cool when they I love revisit. It. I say, man, I mean, in a perfect world, but I don't even know if they want to do that because because then it's too It'll serious. Just get back if you had like a, a pro only no qualifier to show up, that they'll, won't work. They'll go for it. Yeah, and then they don't. It would do matter. That. That, like if you if you changed it to a pro only like a, C, a fifty C class or something. Everybody in from eighth place back in that pro class would just the, in Bail the class out. now would just move to the C the class. class. Yeah. yeah, they have it set up good, man. The uh, the twenty five, I still 35, qualify. <laughs> twenty five, thirty five, and forty five are all sportsman classes. Okay. Can't have ever scored a point, I believe not. And the other three, masters, forty, fast and thirty, you can have pl- scored a point. Mm-hmm. So that's where Emmett can jump in those, and the sportsman can do the other ones. Kyle's never scored a point, so he could jump in the mm-hmm. 45, and you could. I so can't it's about It's the best-case scenario. I, I've never went to Loretta Lynn's thinking I could be in the running for a podium. So I can't imagine caring. Just making it to Loretta's was yeah. my yeah, what What dude cares? Yeah, what, and the fact that you care, you were never, you were never going to impact. Emmett was not just going to barely beat you. If I would have qualified, exactly. hey, he was going to beat your ass no matter what. Yeah. I'm not sure I would have went. <laughs> if I qualified, I'd uh, be like, you would have. I bet just for the experience. It wouldn't matter for yeah. the once you're on the for the ride, whole week. As soon as it started raining, <laughs> that regional is more of a pressure cooker than Loretta's. Is. Absolutely, if it's you're so, just a guy. Yeah, yeah. Loretta's is so fun. Once you're there, dude, they do such the stuff they do now, and even since you've been there, probably when was yeah. the last time? 2013 was oh, ten shit, years dude. ago. It's a different world. The There's people so much that are, are parking so deep, much deeper than what you think. Over uh, where, they, where they park, yeah, they're basically parking in Dixon, so at the Buck Snort Tavern. <laughs> but it's yeah, man, it's it's bigger, it's better. Um, they do a they, man, it's so streamlined. Yeah. Like the they have roundabouts everywhere. Back in the day, no, you remember none of that. I know, and I, I was standing with Davey and Carrie when the, we came up with that idea. I'm like, dude, y'all need to put this like Times Square. We need to put something circular here and make everybody just do circles because dude, they were, you know, it's down below because of the, the starting line. Jams. Just the sheer volume of people just. Well, back so 20 years ago, 03, I was at Loretta Lynn's for some reason just for fun, and me and you remember Ryan Ellerby? Yeah, I don't know if of you course. remember that dude. Dad's podiatrist. <laughs> yes. So we found this uh, a rebel flag and yeah. we put it on Ryan as a cape. Sure. We found a mullet wig because I mean, you know, when you're going to Loretta's and you're packing, you're you just like, ridic- I need my Confederate Nick flag. Nick probably has mullet. ninety of the things you probably want. Yes. Yeah, so he's the carrot top of. So I got my this, whole my whole closet's just props. <laughs> he's the carrot top of, of Loretta's. Uh, right. Right. So I had a golf cart and it had a CD player in it, and the only CD in there was bluegrass music. So Ryan would go down on that road along the creek and put that cape and the mullet wig. And he'd be like, turn the bluegrass on. I'd turn it wide open, and it was really loud. And he'd just step out in traffic and stop the traffic coming both ways. And then he would do some redneck little jig, like dancing, you know, like <laughs> Cotton Eye Joe type dance or something. 
It didn't take probably 20 minutes. It was Rita was down there. Big John. Tim Cotter. Oh, they were screaming. They were so mad because nobody could get through, man. It was back. I believe it, it backs up. Do you know how many little Ryan Ellaby little shits that are down there? Like everybody comes probably there around to be a little star. Yeah, there's so many of those little guys that think they're the. They're good. They're I was five, that same dumbass too, getting my, my oh, little. Oh, it was there. funny though. The it first was. person that got stopped didn't know what to do. And he, he was on a KX, like two stroke, 250 or something. He kept roaring. He kept like touching the clutch like he wanted to go. And Ryan would throw that hand Hold back on. up. Stop. I ain't done with my dance, you know. <laughs> <laughs> but then after that, nobody questioned it. They're like, oh, we got to stop. No, this dude's a, got, look at his It's hair. a dancing outlaw, son. <laughs> this guy's going to get it done. You ever uh, see, I, that's a highly recommend that one. The, just, the dancing outlaw about the, or what is it? The wild and wonderful something of uh, West Virginia. No, oh, I don't know oh the, the family, yes. the family that's been on it's like the welfare. Wi- oh yeah, it's the wild and something, somethings of wonderful of something West Virginia, and they are, they are next level. Right, Everybody so listening, West you should Virginia. watch the hell out of that. It's amazing. <laughs> West Virginia special place. It's uh, gnarly. I mean, it's like yeah, <coughs> generational. They oh a, yeah, they got a strong methamphetamine yes. <laughs> program going really on. Really got the movement and up. and government assistance. assistance. I mean, uh, it's 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 the most successful government assistance area there is. Yeah, they're, they're like a hundred percent. I tell you the crazy thing about you, you don't think about and you know if you're listening to this and you live in one of these campers, but you know like <laughs> driving to snowshoe, it's freaking cold there, right? Like we're going snow skiing. There are more campers with people living in them than houses. And I'm not talking about yeah. campers like you stayed in while you're building your house. I'm talking the about like, state, one of the four states for sure. And I'm like, we're talking tarp over the roof. Beat up. It's not drivable. 14 yeah. foot. You know, and I, it, like, I'm just going through there. I'm like, how do they not freeze to flipping death? I bet like, they do. I'm cold in the car. I bet they do. <clears throat> they just uh, bring a, a charcoal grill in there, heat it up, and yeah, let's go. Yeah, just run the grill. But just run the grill inside. <laughs> it is beautiful. It is. Beautiful. It is beautiful, and it's it's hard to believe the generational. Um, and the people are nice. Yeah, super nice. We were that's where Racer X and MX Sports years all that years ago. Out. We were driving through there. This is like four cell phones, all that. We were driving to West Virginia skiing. My buddy Russ was in the back. He said, "Man, I'm freaking starving. We had nothing in the car but a can of tuna." And, and well, we had we had bread. And he's like, "Man," and I, these people, there were two old people sitting on their porch. This is between like Marlington, West Virginia, and Snowshoe, or right, maybe right before Marlington. And I stopped and I said, "Go ask those people for a can opener. They'll open it for you." And he's like, "Yeah, fuck it, I'll go up there." So next thing you know, he goes up there and he's that walking with this can rusty. of tuna. It's gonna have no salmonella. She said, "Well, we're just about to eat. Come on in the house." Oh my god! <laughs> did y'all eat? With What's your name? We didn't. He did. He walked in and ate. We were sitting in the car. And I was you're like, outside wondering, That's like, do unbelievable. I go, they I may do? be eating him. Like it may be yeah. a. They may be a cannibals. Like, yeah, like uh, that. What was the movie with Denzel where the uh, they start on the butt cheeks? You know, that's the safest. The oh, yeah. Book of Eli. I was like, this is a, you know, way before the, the, he's talking the about plane mo- crash. The movie Alive. alive. Yeah. yeah. That's a, and he's talking about the book of Eli, but you're talking about Alive. I know. <laughs> you eat two the different butt movies. We're still talking about eating people. I guess. You, you always start with the butt. Yeah, that's, that's good meat. Good meat. Carl Russ's right parents there. had told him he fell victim to cannibals. That's scary. He died. Yeah. Imagine making that call. Hey, uh, Russ <laughs> got eaten by some family in West Virginia. <laughs> <laughs> he got eaten. I guess what? gnarly, dude. What'd you say? Yeah, you'd have to repeat yourself. Just Russ, on they're like, it was they it, ate his whole body. Was it a snow skiing what? accident? No, no. No, you no, mean he got ate no, up in the truck in his crash? No, he hey, he lay down and ate his face <laughs> off. He literally had him for Thanksgiving. <laughs> My dad was on the way home from, uh, they used to go up and down the Kentucky. Him and uh, his brother were truck drivers, or his brother was a truck driver. And 
they used to stop at this house that was a restaurant that turned into a restaurant yeah. or whatever. So they roll in. They roll in this one time. It ain't no restaurant anymore. They walk right in this dude's house. They're like, what's going on? Like, <laughs> oh, my God. And I, I don't know if they ate there. Knowing my dad, he probably could have pulled that off like you Still know, ate charisma. there anyway. Well, what time's dinner since we're already here? But he told me that story. I about died. Just walking into the house. Yeah. The dude's like laying there in his underwear. What? Can I help you? <laughs> Yes, sir. Yeah, I'll take, yeah, I'll take a meatloaf, like, T-bone, and what's your what's your special? What's your sides? I'll take the bacon and eggs. I'll take some butternut squash casserole. <laughs> Man, so, all right. So if Loretta's is all streamlined, is what are the punks squirting squirt guns? Are they still that's around? happening? Oh, that's very popular. What the, year uh, they the golf cart us, scene is man. ridiculous. The, I mean, if they're if you're a golf cart manufacturer, dude, you're just crushing it. You're and, loving it. And I would that golf cart rental company. Those things are, I don't know what those things are worth when they're done with they're them not. at the end of the week, man. I hope they make enough money. They generated make... enough to maybe salvage right. batteries or something. Are they batteries or are they gas? The rentals. I don't remember. I don't either. And we saw there were a bunch of them at uh, they hundreds they had them of them. Mid-Ohio, Mid-Ohio yeah. Hundreds of them, yeah. Well, so th- the last time uh, that these little squirt gun kids rolled up and assaulted me, <laughs> one of the guys with me, it was pitched dark you know it's 10 30 at night they're probably had a curfew that they were heading home and they chose to blast us with a squirt gun my god so one of the guys with me took off running and i'll never forget the road had a uh, had a little dip in it and he's running as fast as he can and we're older and we're not really set for running full speed anymore. in the dark with the ground kind of falls and, then, and you can't really tell the That's ground the went down mm-hmm. and he was okay and then when the ground came back up it's like he it's that short it. step that gets you he the long step's it. not a problem the long step was yeah. fine the long step's not a problem it's the short the short one put him on his and it's face. also being like 38 years old that yeah. will get you as well and he slid and when he came back into the light i mean he was just bloody and muddy and <laughs> I'm like, why really? are we chasing the kids? What, you, what are you going to do with him when you get him? I don't know, but it's just water. He, he, beat his little beat he said the funnest part was just watching how scared they oh, were. Because they got the golf cart to the floor, you know. And how was your day? I fucked up three 11-year-olds. <laughs> That's what's up. I'll tell you, three kids ain't racing. No, the three 11-year-olds screwed up the 38-year-old because right. he was bloody and everything They else. beat his Jack ass like up. on Step Brothers, made him eat dog poop. Oh, that's right. <laughs> so was it hot? Burning hot? Was it? Uh, it was. Uh, the rain no, it was in the eighties. It's it in the eighties, and then it got kind of cool when the rain was there, and then it got scorching ass hot. Whenever the, that last day oh, it, after, then it just the sun comes back out comes with all up, this moisture started raining from the ground up. That's <laughs> what it felt like. It was well, so. So I've hot. been there. Your hair got all curly. I've been there in yeah. thirteen. I had to run the heat the very first night. It got down to sixty-seven degrees oh. for, and that was the only night. Yeah, but hoodies I have, the next morning. I turned the heat on, and then I've been there when it's one hundred and eight. Yep. And I've the, been there when they the governor of Tennessee stopped all high school sports and practicing. The, I remember all that. you telling me about that. Yeah, that was how ungodly hot we didn't. We kept on going. Well, one year that it was smoking hot like that. You know, I'm all messing with these stupid kids, and they're they're riding around, they're being all funny, and I'm messing with them, saying, getting smart with them and stuff. And I made some joke, and the next kid behind him, passing by, had a handful of baby powder. And he just chunks it in my face. You know, I'm all sweaty. <laughs> and it made like a paste. You got an, they call it antiquing. Antique, you got antique, yeah. dog. Dude, I got so Dude. antiqued. Oh, you had a that flower a, mask. Oh, it was gnarly. I didn't even say nothing to him. I just walked straight to the creek. That is awesome. Dove in, and I'm just like raking you know, this paste off. <laughs> there's nothing better when the, like when somebody that gets you. It was good. He got, yeah, good. when somebody gets you and it's so good that you don't even like you're like. I got nothing to say. No, that's that was great. good. That was mad Dude. respect. For that, Dude, yeah, that's like that's genius. Just on right bicycles. Because everybody, everybody there is sweaty as all get. Dude, you know how much a dollar's worth of flour would be? <laughs> 
<laughs> you get 50 pounds for a dollar and just go over. You get, You're looking like ashy The video Larry. of that junk, dude. Oh, it would have been good. I took a picture, and the I just was going to take a picture of the kid. I have one picture where the, it's just solid white, and that dang, that stuff hit Hey, if you face. just did it with flour, everybody would smell like fried chicken. Uh, <laughs> and it would bake right there because it's so damn so hot. You'd be sizzling and stuff. Dude, they do that in the fire service. They get the um, SCBAs and put a tip on it where you can kind of make it blow. Yeah. And when you get out of your shower, they have it underneath the door. Then oh, goes, no. And it just shoots that it flower. You, right? It's done. Yeah. Just like your sweaty Loretta's face, man. God, I want to do that next year as driver. I'm 50 years old. Well, you got to have the first guy tee it up and say something smart. And then the what next guy, you're it? not paying attention, right? Pow. Dude, if you just ride by people, yeah. as you're coming, they're walking towards you, just kind of, just one little handful, it just kind of throw it up. because he got smart. I wonder if you filled up smart back. Like, like a water balloon, if you could fill a balloon up with flour, if it would just and bust. And just sling it at something. Like a Flower bomb. Oh, give me all that. I like that. Flower bomb. We had a, uh, we found a snake, a dead snake there, and somebody had already done what we wanted to do, and it was probably, it was a six-foot copperhead. It was ginormous. Ooh, big, that's big. scary, dude. And we, we had it hooked to a fishing line. Oh, perfect. And it was so, there were so many people at Loretta's, you know, just right down Bender Road, we're just like walking behind, and we'd be standing <laughs> in a ring of people, and Iser, I've never laughed as hard. He would just hold his hand up, and that snake would go like a king cobra, three foot in the air, which is Defies all physical law with these it things. People, I watched the dude. Nobody cares. It might have been Langers from Race Rex. Yeah, exactly. He jumped over the fence into on the track during the race. He's like, get the like, <laughs> man. I died laughing. Was, a three foot high copperhead. Just, <laughs> that's not not even possible. levitating copperhead. What about Kiefer? Or somebody has the video of a skunk got loose in staging. Yeah, and it somebody made us think that it might have been a pet, a pet skunk because that dude came right. And went he right down. He never smoked anybody. Like he never made a smell. So, <laughs> could you imagine the freakout level uh, if a skunk? It was is... end staging with forty kids, at least forty parents. They're all just like watching the skunk. Dude, panic time. I dude. would have hauled. Ass. I'd throw that bike. You'd want to punt the thing. Like I'd no, be like, I, I wouldn't get near it, man. Do you ever like? It's done. You can't get rid of that. Uh, we had a dog one time that got sprayed, man. It's, it's awful. It's the worst. I ran over one with a car one time. <laughs> And fucking just couldn't get the driving through staging at Loretta's. Yeah, ran over a skunk. <laughs> yeah, I can't wait for a, a dry Loretta's now, man. I'm, there was a few a few good motos that you're like, oh, this is fun. But after that, it's like, oh, this does is that work, affect man. the profitability of the race when it's? Because I imagine That's putting a good that question place for Davey. back to normal. No, right after this much just demolition. That's a great question. Um, I mean, the buildings, the infrastructure. I don't think it affects that, but just. The just getting the amount of time and back. pushing that stuff back together because it looks so you know how it looks when yeah, you first get there great. it's gorgeous you got the the different color of the beach sand and, the, and all the Dark banners and everything the stuff from the first couple of days were beautiful it's, cool. it's awesome yeah racing was great and it was still good you know it's yeah. very challenging so kudos to the guys that did it and, I, and I've, I read some stuff where I actually finally agree with somebody that typed something on vital <laughs> the dudes that um <clears throat> left it just said I'm just not riding that third moto that's kind of a dick move in my opinion because like there are dudes that would have rode that moto that you took their spot and mm -hmm. didn't get even the chance and to they qualify. Would have just been they would have manned up. Yep. So, all you guys with these. And all jokes aside, like I said, I wouldn't. I, you would have done. Oh, I know oh, you would have done. I would have been there. Could have a snowstorm, hailstorm. Right? You know what I mean? Like whatever. I, That's a story, dude. Once though. you were there, you're there. You're there. You're yeah. already there. And I mean, I even said this too. I watched. <laughs> I watched the. There's like 30 of the first moto back. The first moto after we're like, all right, we're going racing. And they're like, oh shit, no sight laps. Just let it rip. You take off on that starting line. You take off on You could. You they could. Had the, you, yeah, but nobody's nobody did taking it. it. <laughs> yeah, and um, so the kids, they, they did do groups of sight laps, which are groups of five motos at a time, which I thought was smart. Hmm. 
But uh, they do that in Mammoth. Um, but they, so they take off, and it's it's this brown water. It's like brown. It's just everywhere. Sewage. And I'm like, can you imagine being the guy that was like on the fence about doing this? Like, man, I think I'm gonna. I'm gonna your body's like, like, do it, man. Come on, you gotta do it. it. This homeboy made about seventy feet, and dude, he ate the biggest pile of shit. He just and it was over. And the airbox is full of water. He probably blew his motorcycle. Yeah, I mean, you just you just destroyed a motorcycle. Spent twenty k for five hundred dollars worth of new gear. You're already there. Yeah, you're already there. You got to do it. I wouldn't have rolled out some good gear. I'd have rolled out my black, just janky stuff. Let's get the old stuff. Some fast house motorals. I'd have been. That's probably. I would have lived in things there. Well, washing bikes and all that stuff in them. It is Loretta's. That's part of Loretta's, though. Is it? And everybody will tell you. you gonna get you're one. You're gonna ride the bad ones, just and if you if you're serious, yeah, they're not gonna be primo. But it's gonna be awful. Sometimes. The results will show people that did better because of it. Yeah. And dude, there's the like kid there's that, people that it sucked for, and they there's and people they got like fifth the last moto because everybody left. Because, yeah, because and they can ride much. Liam Olaf. Got uh, it's Joe Olaf's yeah. son, and he's yeah, dude. He's in the last three years, he was like outside the top 10, then a top five guy last year, and now he has got a Yamaha ride, you know, but uh, the NSA ride, the NSA Yamaha, yeah, National Sheriff's Association, or whatever. But um, Jason asked him on, he was because I was like, oh man, you know, he's from Ohio, but he lives in California, so he's probably never rode much in the way of mud, no. but. He's, he's like, dude, mud. you got to be a, a mud guy. You know, we can tell. He goes, that was the second time I've ever rode mud in my life. And, dude, he he's just a natural. Then he has natural ability. He's a, yeah, you're but he's gonna... gritty as shit, though. His dad's a fireman. He's from a – He's willing he's to just got it. The DNA says I'll yeah. do whatever it takes to, to do it. Some of those kids got it. There's yeah. some dudes that are gnarly like that. I don't know that I was ever known for anything like that. More like, <laughs> more like, man, it's hot. Man, it's cold. Y'all want to call it off. Muddy. Y'all good. <laughs> Yeah. It's too hot. It's too cold. It's or my boots are stuck at the starting line. Yeah, my boots. <laughs> yeah, hung out in and these that kid rode three sharp. laps in that junk with just no shoes, bare claw, man. BMX platform pedals. You know oh, I mean? that'd be bad. That's a great story. Yeah, though. he's a hero now. But they they showed his boots. The dude's walking off with them, trying to give them to him. Kid had that to do is it. Incredible. They moved the start for the fifties, which I've never ever in my life seen that. And I've never. Really? They pushed it up because they do the first hundred yards. They couldn't just get out. You know, they disc yeah. it really deep. Disc it. Yeah, and they drag everything else so they moved them all the way up and got them a spot ready did a white chalk line and then did little gates individual gates they sprayed off little gates so the kids wouldn't just pile into yeah, places yeah. and then um they did the old school green flag start at loretta's wow never seen that all the 50 class they were dead last and it was a and they even told them they're like look we might get all these 50s in we might not we're, they had a vote on after the second moto do you want to freeze the field right here call it two motos Nope, we want to do the whole deal. After the second moto was way later than normal, though, right? Oh, it was like, yeah. But it's these, like Thursday. The yeah. top three were like, we can call it. Yeah, here. we're good. I'm good with third. You good with third? <laughs> yeah, and yeah. everybody else like, The top yeah, 10 are yeah, d- d- pumped with it. But anyway, so they voted <laughs> to do that third moto. And um, I mean, they got the best track of anybody the, the end of the day because the sun came out about noon and it baked it and it was, it slowly got better and better. By the time, they, were, they were making it around, no problem. Oh, wow. But so they got it. They got a great product. The one kid that uh, I think he was top three in the electric class, the e-bike class, he is his motor. Like I never seen right before the the moto starts, they spray all this stuff on it, and I'm like, what is but happening? Is it like it's liquid like liquid something. something to this cold. smoke stuff comes out. And then every, all the parents did it at one time, and I'm like, is this a rock concert? Are we about to do this? <laughs> like somebody about to dun, dun. raise out of the ground? But yeah, <laughs> they did that. I, 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 just, I don't get cool, out much. It's obviously, get it, cold. it was yeah to get the the. They the, need to start cold. That, just like your helmet cooler. Yep. We need to put a helmet in on dry ice and whip that thing out and start. <laughs> that, makes, 
Perfect sense. 50 parents are doing it. They're just doing it on their battery. Yeah, right. They're trying to freeze the battery. But you know, there's a story of some dude out there in some class that was thought he was going to be 20th that wound up ninth because... Because some people left. <laughs> some, some people left. Some yeah. people left, and he's good in mode. And then the other people that out. were top ten had a shitty moto or whatever, you know. Yeah. Mike Brown, uh, like Jeff Emmons, Jeff Emmons got one stuck or something, right? Blew a motor and didn't have time to get it for the next moto, so he ah. blew a motor in the last third moto of one of the motos with Emmick, and then uh, couldn't get it all put together for the third moto of the other one. A few I mean, hours that's, later. That's Loretta Lens in a nutshell. I was you talking to some adversity. Me- some mechanics too. I was like, hey man, what's the what's the setup for mud? He goes, it's different from mud. He goes, my concern, James Coy from Pro Circuit, he goes, water. my concern is water. He goes, so when we're, when we're about to race, I got to know what I'm up against. Like, what are the conditions? So I'm changing over from this. Like he said, we, we've we got this, like, gutter system in our airbox that will divert the water away from the air filter. the air filter. And, man, there's all kind of little tricks and stuff. So not, most people don't have that. No. Most of your... No, we had, we were, when we were in this holding pattern, back. no, they didn't even, I didn't know about it. I mean, yeah. not that I'm some guru, but we had Stu Baylor, who rides all the GNCCs. He goes... I don't know what y'all are crying about. He was on the he was really <laughs> yeah, good on the podcast he, on the broadcast. He was like, "Have you guys ever uh, used um, wire ties and pencils on the grips?" I'm like, "What are you talking?" He goes, "Keep your hands from slipping so he, around." So they they wire tie pencils so around your hands the handlebar. Kind of, so right. you got little ledges yes. to hold on to. Little tricks like that, and then yeah, he was going into detail how they that's set all when their it's stuff slippery. Up. Yeah, if you need slippery. big ridges running around your right. hips, yeah. yeah. And he goes, also, you just well, leave wire tie your hands to the. Yeah, that's what I thought he was going to say. <laughs> like we clip in. No, they do. They they went so far as to put those damn gloves that are built into the whatever to hold on to the handlebar. It's almost like being clipped into the bike. Wow. They get pretty radical with their mud setup, which uh, that's I mean, three hours in the mud. I yeah, get it. It's just, three hours. They just duct tape their hands to it and to their feet to the foot pegs, like, a, like in breaking away. Fine. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> It's almost like a, a rodeo guy, and he's like getting tied in there. And he ties his hands in there, and he, and he shakes his shakes head. His head. Let's go, let's go. Drop the gate. That's right. Yeah. I saw Barry Higgins there again, John. Are you serious? I saw him yet again, and he was still alive. Obviously, they still didn't. Still alive. You know, I I woke up in the middle of the night. He won the schoolboy class. <laughs> the schoolboy <laughs> class. Yeah. Um, the hey, boy, hey, in a mud race though, couldn't Barry still win? Because nobody's jumping anything. Yeah, so oh, yeah, absolutely. Doubles. He would he would be in the mix, no doubt. Well, I had a I had a dream and it was like midweek. You know, we talked about Barry when he's gonna die. Yep. And and we I I kind of just had this dream. Forty one oh seven. I was like, man, you know what? What is forty one oh seven? I said twenty one oh seven. That's the year Barry's gonna this die. That's how it goes down. No, Barry pulls out onto the track and he fires up that old One more ride. One more ride for Barry Higgins. He fires up what? Go ahead with the fire. He, he fires up the old husky or whatever. Pulls out onto the track and he's pristine white gear. White gear running down that straightaway. That's how it goes right there. He hits the he biggest double. He ain't never double. jumped. He ain't never jumped a double in his damn life. And he they just invented keeps double. Going up. The he crowd just, just sits hey, there and salutes. They're just hits like, the double, whips it, looks back, blows a kiss. Blows a kiss, and the crowd is just saluting. Barry Higgins, ladies and gentlemen. Barry, gonna fly away. Barry launched that double, dude. He never came back down. He's jumping that golden double in the sky, boys. (laughs) The double was prepared European European style style. to suit Barry's style. All of his competitors are there at the Golden Arches. As he doubles through. Welcoming in. Welcoming in in there. (laughs) 
We need to see your AMA card first, Mr. Higgins. <laughs> you coming through these gates, sir, I'm going to need that AMA card. Very <laughs> My dad's up there taking gate. Like, what the hell? Yeah, your dad's taking gate. Welcome in, Barry. We've been waiting for you a long damn time. You know, you're. Uh, I'm going to make him bury me with a 12 pack of Miller Light so I can so get it, can get I can get it heavy. <laughs> just so I can get it. If King's the one keeping me out yeah, of heaven, he, with that. you better bring it with you. Dude, what if Barry has what about this song for tapes him too? on a uh, 12 pack to the back fender? That'll work. That way you can give it to King at the gate. I don't think that's not well, either uh, way, I I'll fly away. That's what came to me in a dream, that, and that I wake up sense. and I'm like, man, stairway to heaven is not how Barry. See this one. All right, so Barry, <laughs> Barry, this is obviously at like Talking Rock Motocross <laughs> when Barry decides to jump that. First Here goes down. Barry Higgins for his final double job. The goalpost jump. The goalpost jump. And watch as Barry Higgins throws himself into low lunar orbit. Jesus through the goalpost of life. I think that's how it's going to be one of those two ways. Yeah. He's going to fly through there like a damn football. Yeah. <laughs> it ain't going to be pretty. But, but he's not going to land. He's going to keep no, going up. So he just keeps on, hey, keeps on and going. He's going to float right by the International Space Center and flip them off. He'll flip them off. <laughs> Barry Higgins. Space like Station. <laughs> And the people on the space station will know it's Barry. Everybody knows it's Barry. He's on a damn Osa. Was he on a Mako or a Ghost? Let's hear that thing one more time. (laughs) He sounds a little like Mr. Honda. I hear elements of angry Honda. (laughs) Foot peg like a a chopper stick. (laughs) Diddly chopper. I can't even do this. My engine's already got bad. Train I'm not rooting my political career with Mr. Honda. Just <laughs> <laughs> that'll get you. That'll get you canceled. Mr. Honda's boys. theme was always that if I sold it to you, you will always have parts. So he wanted his dream was to carry parts for a '69 CB750 and always have for the available. rest of eternity. That's why their bikes last forever because there's shit out there for. And ever. when they're restorable, because you can still find the stuff, but they don't. They don't have that anymore they don't think that anymore but he kept one season <laughs> one season championship no he did not he didn't offer he operated like i'm gonna have parts for this bike it will run forever until barry decides to jump it over the golden mm-hmm. european style double <laughs> arches jump. of life drop yep. kick barry that, big old, drop kick barry that big old <laughs> scramble in the sky that big old <laughs> european scramble in the sky i wonder if we should ask barry like you know hey man if you when you do, I like see if we want to go the motocross doctor. I'd like thing. to see you ask him something stupid. Him and just slap the shit out of him. He you. wouldn't do it. The he motocross doctor. We just pin that damn like he's on life support. He's able to talk and so we can wire the throttle we just, wide open. We can't burning him on that damn case. That thing would be screaming and we'll be like, "Tell us when to let it out, Barry." It's, it's holding it up like it's a PW. You let the clutch. Let's out. go. <laughs> he's going off grease lightning style like grease. <laughs> that's a little far fetched. We could put him on a raft. And do it Viking style, like sitting on a bike. 
Just, and just send him over a waterfall? Send him over Niagara Falls. <laughs> He's from New York. Yeah. There so you go. There goes Barry. That, yeah, if you're from New York, I think you automatically get a permit to do that. I used to have this thought like, hey, man, all these death row criminals, it would make an excellent TV show if you said, <laughs> oh my God, yes. if you said listen, dude, we're going to give you a CR500, and no, none of them ever rode. This is pre-Wheelie Boys business, right? These are, these are old school death row inmates from the 80s. And we're like, if you make it over this jump, you're free to go. But it'd be something that's like 300 foot long, and they have to hold it fifth gear wide open. And you don't give them the option. If you die, you're going to die anyway, Hey, let man. me tell you something. What's that made the odds be forever in yeah. your favor? Yeah, the Hunger, Hunger Games. Games. Hunger Games. I, listen, if I, Motocross get, game. if I get something that's absolutely positively terminal, mm-hmm. right? Like, you're going to do like a burnout. Married. Like marriage or a tattoo. <laughs> I'm going to be radical. Yeah. <laughs> Something terminal. Like if they tell like me I can't, cables. if I can't drive myself, one of you guys are gonna have to do it. We're gonna take the red and black Chevy, Chevy square, oh, square body, square body Chevy, a ramp, and the bike to the to the Grand Canyon, and just <laughs> we're gonna one of y'all is gonna hop out. Nick's gonna come across the desert just to throw cloud. throw the ramp on the guardrail. I don't know. I want to do it right there at the fucking visitor center. Oh yeah, can yeah. Can you imagine just hanging out with all Kevin? The... You can do the announcing. Kevin will just. And here comes Nick Blackman out of the back 40 here, wide open on that pristine XR250. Is that what you picture you jumping on? Yeah, right. uh, We can't afford to lose those. Okay. What would you like to jump? Yeah, what would you send it out there on? Like a Mako 490 big son of a bitch. I mean, I'd ride. You'd crash before you get there and wish you were dead. (laughs) Right. Yeah. How about uh, that Jeff Matashevich is a Prince bike. For yeah, yeah, the Goldwing. Uh, yeah, the old school 80 models. 80 yeah. models great no, I just take whatever I got. Take a 450, whatever I got yeah, at the time. Just, you're not going to be picky. I don't want my wife's new husband to be riding my 450. Dr. Kevorky. Yeah, I got to get rid of the good stuff. <laughs> we can Dr. Kevorky motocross. That, hey, I do man. like that. That's a song. That, if you want to go, let's go. The new yeah. dude is getting the air-cooled shit. He's yeah. not getting my... Yeah. And I leave to my, my wife's <laughs> new old man... <laughs> You ain't getting my posters. My David Bailey signature. He don't even get the vintage one. He gets the the CRF 250F. He don't get shit, son. No, no. Oh, yeah, he gets the most uncool thing that's available. Yeah, something happens to me. Y'all go steal all my cool stuff. Yes, that's how you do it. Just leave the junk. Steal all my cool stuff and clear my browser, and everything's cool. (laughs) And then we're cool, man. And and smash this phone to oblivion. Other than that. Just other than that. Anything else? You're good, dog. And other than that, what else? Yeah, other, and other than that. And go through my sock drawer. Yes, exactly. <laughs> Avoid them crunch ones now. And take, uh, all the mo- take all the money out of the sock drawer. I do know that would make a good TV show, even though it's kind of, you know. It ain't happening in this day and age, but in no, the, thir- in the but 30s. You know, the Romans kind of did something like that, yeah, where they, they made did. them fight they to the death. Sure, yeah. You're going to die. So we can One of you's going to die. Sport. Moto Gladiator. You know, yes. Tina Turner was into this. She on did Peacock that. after Supercross. Yes. Tina Turner did that on the Thunderdome. Tina Watch Turner. Mike Jones. Attempt to jump 274 feet. He's got nine felonies. So <laughs> they, they stretch the jump out based on your felonies. Yeah, so yeah. the more you can have... Yeah, you get a certain number of footage per sure. per offense. Yeah, you like if shoot? you're like, yeah, something small, you just get like a triple. 50 foot, dude, yeah. you got this. But you that'd like be great because they wouldn't know how to ride. No, it'd be amazing. There'd be people just dead sailor. <laughs> Then you got like uh, Clifford out of Tante's like, hell yeah, dude. Yeah. I'm out, boys. I'm hey, freestyle. As hey, soon as they pass the law, there'd be like every good rider would just like go kill a motherfucker. Be just like, to go, I'll just <laughs> that thing. Well, there's some good riders in jail. Yeah, there is. So, <clears throat> be all right. some, some uh, are going to be there for a minute. He'd just be like, 
So you get all, all you got to do is jump this 150 foot well, gap. So how there. are they training? They got like, you, like you get, let me get on your back, Rondell. Come on, man. Let Rondell. me get on your back. Let me get on There's your no back. There's no training. Rondell. Whatever. I mean, that is who it was. I remember they talked about Rondell. Rondell. Being, he was the motorcycle in prison. So you have a dude get on his back, like kind of just like, all right. You act like Rondell. Some handlebars or whatever, and like get your body placement. You got yeah. AJ Cantanzaro does one visit. He does comes, one motorcross school one little from school. prison. I look, dude. Take them chair legs, hook it to Rondell's head. He gives That's him your one All right, you're going to do it 80 miles an hour. When you hit this jump, your your face is going to go right into the bars. It's going into the crossbar. So you got to try to regain consciousness <laughs> in the air as you're flying through the air. Don't yeah. let up. Do you have to land it or just survive? I think survive, it's all I cared about because that would be epic. I don't want them to have to have skill? motocross skill. I just want to see if they, yeah. li- they live through I mean, it. this is a damn felon. This dude murdered somebody. Yeah. So they I need think to get you bloody. need to. I mean, you got to put the two wheels got to come down. Oh, you're saying they got to land it? I mean, they don't have to land. They can <laughs> at land, least land on the wheels. They, yeah, they can land them, bounce and break femurs and all that shit. Like Robbie, can you? Yes, like Robbie did every single <laughs> they jump, would every land, time. And, and they just eject out the front. It's like, man, that one, the, oh boy, you're so close. You're on a CR500. Why don't you get somebody so close? That fact. You know, I'm going to jump this thing suspension. a long way. I need some super, super rebound to this thing. Yeah, when I land, yeah, I, like, I need so much pop right back What's up. the highest rebound you've ever given a rider? I want more than that. Yeah. Well, when he I jumped mean, that Snake River or whatever, and he landed into a set of uh, like Millville, the whoops over there, like that's perfect. It was because it was uh, the Indian land; they couldn't disturb. They won't grade it. it. So he right. had to just jump and land into a set of whoops. Like he was doomed. He was. He was doomed. But give that to anybody on the national circuit. They're Maybe jumping just that. Landed. R R R R R. It just kept on doubling through. They just keep doubling. <laughs> when you said that, all I could pick a picture was like the Native Americans sitting there. Just laughing their ass off at him, him dumbass. <laughs> oh no, they're like Robbie, dumbass. Hey, they come in. They're they're having a, their meeting. They're like, okay, <laughs> this is where oh, we yeah. want to land, so but we're cheesy. gonna have to we're gonna have to smooth out this part. And one of the guys was like, yeah, man, that's that, that's no problem. And the guy next to him was like, whoa, no, 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 no. Um, he's gonna do it anyway. Uh, you can't. We <laughs> you can't, can't do that. that. No, we can't smooth. <laughs> And they all they're like, why is there nine Indians that <laughs> are just This is ancestral tribal lands? We're not, <laughs> we're not those bumps were that. put there by crazy. The folks. other guys are like, why we were gonna flatten that anyway we're next totally week. We're gonna, yeah, we're putting a casino we're, up there. We're what gonna, are you talking about? We're gonna right on the edge, something. bro. We're gonna build yeah. something next week. Hey, like, guess what? When he landed, it in, was the one guy that rode in the room. He knew he knew he goes, <laughs> oh, 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 hold up. <laughs> you don't want to smooth that out. Just trust me on this. We got a lot more play the with one him. guy had issues. And guess what smoothie. though? He he wound up absolutely murdering that land when he when he flipped his 516 yeah. times and he's breaking his favor multiple multiple times. He got carted off with a thumbs up, I think. That's all you wanted. <laughs> he's so mad. You good? No, I'm not good. Like he's pissed he dug off. a trench like a <laughs> asteroid. <laughs> Did you see he when he was training? <laughs> when he was training that they did I that. I didn't see any. Well, of they did this. that uh they had like this show about him and it's pretty funny because he's in like a bar fight and it shows his buddy and they zoom in here's tom leaving and it's robbie getting his ass beat and they, they keep going he goes where'd you go like he goes oh whatever he goes no watch this video and this guy they zoom in it's like him tom's like I had your back. out the back door he got hosed on that and then it shows robbie training training for whatever this jump was he's doing wheelies on train tracks Sound like you need to train for a fight that's perfect oh i do remember the <laughs> wheelies on train tracks like, i gotta get, get ready i get ready for jumping the snake ready. river Take a bunch of deep breaths. Some I got to do ten deep breaths a day for a month and in do order some to squats. If I said I was going to jump four hundred feet, and you guys were like, "What are you doing to get ready?" I've been wheeling up down the train tracks. I think you're ready, Nick. <laughs> yeah, it's good. <laughs> We're going to do this ready. on tribal land, right? So the landing will be perfect. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. Ready, well, I've only met 
you know, speaking of tribal lands, I've only met one Indian in my life. His name's Ed Country. Native American. Native American. And I'm like one sixteenth. Okay, you're, Native you're, American. you're talking to one, bro. I still right. don't think that's offensive, man. I mean, it's just Native American. Native, I don't either, but Native it's easy Americans. to pick on you. So, so Ed Countryman, he raced mountain bikes, and I knew him from the '90s. He raced at Bremen at your mountain bike race. So, but I never knew he was an Indian, an American, Native American, or whatever. So, he. I run into this guy years and years later, and he goes, you don't remember me. And, and man, at this point, he looks just like an Indian. Now he's, he's got long hair, and you can really see the high cheekbones and all this stuff. And, yeah, he's on a horse <laughs> delivering diesel fuel to Watkins. And so, but I, I talked to him I have forever. an order for Mr. Watkins. I talked to him forever. So every time he would show up, we would turn Indian Outlaw wide open on the stereo at the shop. Yeah, and, it, and then we didn't know if he was half Cherokee or Choctaw, but... <laughs> He would come in and he would smile enough that you knew, like, he's not going to scalp us, right? So it was all fine. <laughs> they don't do that anymore. I'm just kidding. I know. It's good stuff. He's my neighbor. So anyway, so Ed, like, I, he knows a lot about horses. Well, my neighbor calls and she goes, my horse died. Can y'all come bury it? And I'm like, yeah, I can come bury it. So I didn't want to do it because this is a family member for this lady. Yeah. This horse was 32 years old. Damn. I never even knew horses could live that it's long. A big ass gray too, man. <laughs> yeah, That's it's going to take a, how much work this is going to take. <laughs> half a day to dig this thing. So oh, I got dinner plans, dog. It's, I get my guy sacrilegious I'm, to dig it with a piece of equipment. You have to dig it. By yeah, you hand. need to do this with like sticks. So <laughs> my guys get the excavator and they're going to head there. They get about halfway there and she calls. Never mind. I need to call it off. And I'm like, what? He ain't goes, dead. He's not dead. <laughs> Come on. Penny's not dead. He was sleeping. The vet showed up. Penny was Penny lived like two more years. Well, one day she called again, and I knew this time Easy. there was Penny definitely died. You shot her. So I call Ed. And I, <laughs> I go, made sure this time <laughs> yeah. I killed the hell out of that dog. I call Ed. I'm like, look, man, this lady's horse is now it's 34 years old. It's dead. He goes, okay, it's a family member. So you you do like a ceremony. What? I said, Ed, you come you with need us. Need to come do the ceremony. So Ed comes over there, you know, and he's oh, like. Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> I guarantee He's like, yeah, that, he starts dancing around. You know, he's got all these feathers. I'm kidding. Ed just goes, look, man, it's a family member. Let them say their goodbyes and then send them in the house, overdig the hole, set the horse in there gently on its side. Sometimes they'll roll, though. You got to be, you got to really be gentle getting it off the machine because, you know, the thing weighs 1,200 pounds. Yeah. You can't just roll down in there and gently sit down a 1,200-pound object, right? So... I was worried about its feet flipping up. And then when I backfill, you know, there's like hooves. There were blanks in that up. gun. Holy shit. <laughs> Alex Ball. I didn't even point it at him. Holy no, shit. So, so, you you know, if you bury it and its feet are sticking out of the hole, then you got to bush hog them off and stuff to get it back level and stuff. Dude, I'm crying. So, Ed, anyway, so Ed's like, over dig the hole. He goes, it's going to be so deep that you're going to feel like you're in a, like a city. You're digging an underground network for a future city. And that's how deep I got it. But the people would not go inside. They wouldn't say their goodbyes and go inside. So I had to keep them out there overseeing their family member. You know, they're calling. Is that Penny? That's Back from the grave? From the dead. Penny, I buried you as deep as I could dig. That was as deep as the excavator would go, girl. Sorry about that. Anyway, so, yeah. don't If you got to bury a horse, overdig the hole. Thank Is that was that the point of that story? That's, I don't. I really thought we were about to get. I thought we Indian. were. I thought we were going to get a ceremony. And there was something 
that the Cherokee Nation did that was really, really unique when they to had bury their this, digging to bury this horse. That's digging what I, a horse. <laughs> I thought we were going. There was none of that. No, I just, you, you said Indian. Made I thought of Ed Country. <clears throat> Can you start again and make something up? Or would you like me to tell it? No, I would like you to tell it. You would do much so, better than me. So, what was your friend's name again? Ed Countryman. Ed Countryman. So then Ed, he was crying like he saw somebody litter. It was insane. Oh, there you go. And, Hurting the land. Yeah, and so don't hurt the land. He painted the horse up first. You have to paint them for the spirit world for battle. Yeah, you have to paint them because they're going off to battle in the spirit world. Yeah. Paint them, and then you when you dig the hole, you have to dig it like at a little angle with a glide down, so it just gently. Yeah, gently the, glides down. World. Yep, into the next world. Well, there you go. You just and learned. then you. That's all? You jump on it and give one more battle cry. Ride, and you ride that thing. You throw Barry Higgins on there. Yep. <laughs> then Barry jumps in there and gives it one more battle. Yeah! Hello? <laughs> hey, Malcolm, what's up? Welcome to Winners Take Y'all. <laughs> Sorry you just walked in on our dumbasses. You really walked in on some idiots right here, man. <laughs> it's all good. It's all good, boys. How we doing? Well, we were learning how to bury a horse properly from a from an Indian uh, perspective, a, and you <laughs> you walked in right on uh -oh. our what are we, well, Who are we burying? Nobody. It's done. Penny well, the horse. Penny the horse died, and it was an Indian family, and John had to bury it proper, and there was an Indian tradition, and he had to ask an Indian how to do it. Anyway. So, it was very and, and involved. Then, and welcome to the show, Malcolm Stewart. <laughs> yeah. Turns out there's a proper way to do it, and John just dug a big hole and pushed the, the horse off Shoved into it. Shoved him off in there. I thought, well, that'll be good. And right? the spirit world was not happy. I love it. Yeah. <laughs> hey, did you dry out? Did you just, did you just uh, leave your shoes at Loretta's? I I, I transferred my shoes and I put them in rain boots. Smart. I got smart. Did you stay the rest of the week? Or how long did you, did you stay? I I stayed um and I stayed until. Thursday, no, Friday morning. Friday morning, I left. Yeah, you, you were you were trudging in there pretty strong. Yeah, I was dedicated all. Yeah, I was dedicated all week. I was pretty much. I didn't miss anything. I felt like I didn't really miss much Saturday. Um, uh, it was. It seemed like it was a pretty nasty day. Was Saturday just uh, a bunch Saturday. of fifty motos? No, they no. didn't save all the fifty motos till the very. No, end? I, I mean, believe it or not, like actually had a hat. Like, let's just go ahead and get this way. Like, hats off to like Loretta Lynn's track crew. For, sure. um, for finishing all the motos, actually, yeah. um, I thought that was a pretty. That was, thought that was pretty awesome because I'm not gonna lie. Like, I was there Friday and they didn't start till about what I would say about three thirty four. Kevin, yeah, something like um, that. It's all around there, and I I didn't think it was gonna happen. I didn't think they were gonna at least. I knew they would probably get close to majority of the motos, but I didn't think they were gonna get. I didn't think they were gonna get like half of the people were gonna get two moto formats. At least sixties down. They had to have went till dark on Friday. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we went oh, yeah. to, we went no, to I'm a pretty sure 7.30 last Close to it. Yeah. Yeah. And that the, the 50 race was as dark as you could want to do it. And really? thankfully, they're the slowest kids, but they smoothed the track out. And yeah. That's what they wanted, man. We told them there was the potential. We would not get your motos in. But we trimmed yeah. the fat but on a they, bunch of they races. They were not taking that for no. They, yeah. not they weren't taking that. no for granted. <laughs> what was your dad? Would your dad? Yeah, what would your dad have done? If we're they going to Florida, son. Uh, if I was going like a 1-1 a one, one score, I said I'd be all right with uh, – Yeah, we'll cancel that third one. A, yeah, I'll, I'm a, or, but if I went 1-2, I'll be like, nah, yeah. we got we to gotta race third it. moto. Yep, got to run it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. We got the chance to hang out and watch a bunch. Of, like you, you would think, Jane, or Malcolm, you're just like hanging up there 
just you just happen to be up there every time the 50s were there. But he made a conscious effort to be up there to watch the little ones like the P-Dubs, man. That was your deal. Yeah, no. I mean, I, again, for me, it's uh, – I feel like – 50 class is the most important to me. And the only reason I say that is because I feel like it's, you know, a lot of those kids, I mean, I would at least say uh, 90, 98% of the kids that are there in shaft drive class is their very first time, I would at least yeah, say. Sure. Um, so, I mean, I know there's there's only been one, a few kids that's ever that done it back-to-back in the same age group, uh, at least, you know, from four to six in, in the shaft drive. Yeah. There's very few. It's very hard. But, um but yeah, so that's uh, kind of for me. I think it's cool just because I'm, I've seen the parents. They don't. They're clueless, but they're freaking out a little bit. The kids seem super nervous. So, um, you know, I always just kind of be there and try to be the hero and, and you know be somebody they can look up to and represent. So, um, that's kind of always uh, the thing. And I think it's just a cool class to cheer for, man. Like the, even though how slow they're going, I just think there's nothing cooler than a you know. A bone stock PW50. I think yeah. that's the coolest thing. So. It doesn't feel slow to them though. They feel like they're no, flying. No, no. <laughs> and you, you know, the, you know the question I had. Somebody, uh, me and uh, I think it was me and Nathan Ramsey were talking um, uh, when he showed up, and I said, "How did we figure out from going to a PW50, you know, uh, PW50 Cobra, but just going from?" No, no, all brakes on the left-hand side because right. the left side on the PW50 is the left, and then all of a sudden it just so happened to be a clutch. How yeah. did we figure out how to manage that? Uh, imagine throwing that at an adult. You buy a 23 model motorcycle, and then the 24 has got a clutch on the left instead That's of. That's your whole brain's got to get rewired. Yeah, for adults that. can't rewire themselves. No. Kids can. I think kids. What can. I was just trying to figure out, like how how did we figure that out as a kid? Because I mean the age group. I mean, and think about this: yeah, like little. majority of the kids that leave 50 class here at Loretta Lynn's go race what 60s at Minios. Immediately. Yeah, a lot yeah. of them. Yeah. So they're going to jump right on. So, <laughs> so, I mean, and think about it, like how do you figure it out? Like I, I just was trying to figure out. Like I don't remember. That process, I I really don't. Don't remember throwing yourself over the bars. Was... Yeah, you don't remember <laughs> crashing yeah. like crazy. Grabbing that front brake one time. That all right? He learned. Oh, okay, he learned. He just yep. learned. He'll never forget that. Yeah, again. there's some kid. Yeah. Dade no, City's about to learn. Front brake, but just like yeah, yeah, just mistaking the the rear brake as the clutch. It is a wild transition, right? Like yeah, here you go, kid. Learn learn this, and then we'll take it away from you. And then we're gonna add something I else. If a kid asked me that, they're like, "How do I use the clutch?" I'd be like, "Uh, yeah." Yeah, it, sure. is, it is. A big it just ultra. happens. It's a feel thing. It just happens. <laughs> so you were there a, a lot of days, Malcolm. You look around there. You find anybody that could come close to matching your uh, hair swag there in the upcoming Heck classes. No. Nobody there. Uh, There's nobody no, there. Actually, you know what? Did there, you see no, something? there was. There was one. There was one. I believe he was in the mini bike class. Not sure if he was on sixties. No, I think he was in the 50s, like Cobra oh. class, Micros. They keep changing the name every year I go there somehow. Um, but uh, he did have – he had little dreads, but it was kind of like the Rasta dreads, uh, kind of like the surfer, surfer style. He can style. it. You know, he yeah. can work on it over the years. He's got time. But I respect it, though. They I respect it. Just yeah. I respect Stewart. it. just be You know, they, it takes a minute to develop it, right? What is the – No, he came up to me and said, I like your dreads, and I said, I like yours, too. Now we kind of became friends. We <laughs> had a lot of conversation. Right. So, we just came best You know? Yeah. Yeah, man. That's so, cool. but yeah, no. Besides that, like again, I had a really good time at Loretta's. It's always good to go there and see the kids, the family, and just people that you haven't seen in in, 
in years, you know. Um, I made a comment the other day is I felt like, you know, um, the kids that I was racing against have, you know, they have kids now. They're back at the races. Kids that you haven't seen, you know, that when you're racing, we're all, you know, we're, I'm 30 years old now. Yeah. And to me, I still, I don't, when I got the Loretta's, it, it made me feel really young. But then when I'm watching kids that I, I remember on PW50s in a 258 class, I'm just like, okay, now I feel like I really am old. So, yeah. but I just think it's kind of cool just to see like that circle back again of like your age group. I guess I would say my classmates, you know, having kids and stuff like that and reconnecting the dots and their kids are in a PV class. Um, I think that's pretty cool. Mm. Yeah. Time marches on, man. What's the uh, yeah? Uh, what's the maintenance program for your hair? Woo! Uh, Does DT one do anything? I like drive that? in. You, you got to go through the drive through <laughs> maintenance. Over no, there. no, 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 man! I just, uh, I mean, I wash this thing every day. If not, it starts to stink. I'm talking <laughs> about like, I'm sweat. talking about like, like, uh, like over the road truckers. You know, they got to service them rigs when they're. They're rolling. No, coast to I went coast. through a lot of. You got a lot no, going no, on. You're no, never sitting. The there. head and shoulders, <laughs> three and one. <laughs> I got a 55 gallon drum up over the shower. Just no, dude. I'm get. I just. I go to Costco and get the Kirkland brand and call it a day. That's right. Hey, saving money. It's like a gallon that's being stuff. smart. Yeah, being smart with them funds. That's right. Yes, sir. Yeah, that's cool. So, now, um, you know, I there is one. There was one point where I remember. Um, I was doing motos last year, uh, outdoors, and I said I I almost got it, no, it crossed my mind of cutting this hair. No, yes, I didn't. did. <laughs> it crossed my mind, dude. It I was, it was, it was, it was a life or death situation. I wasn't sure if I was gonna make it back to the to the shop. I was that hot because of the temperatures. Yeah, <laughs> cut this shit off. Yeah, I was. <laughs> I was like, I I remember I was so hot, you know, and and again, it's it's. It, it stays hot always here in Florida, but like I tell people, like where the real heat starts to come in is right at the end of July, yeah. August. That's when it starts to get real nasty. Mm -hmm. And uh, uh, I remember I was, I was like, dude, I, I'm like hot, hot, like I'm burning up. And, <laughs> but it, it was, yeah, it was one of those days. I got off the bike and I just went straight to the shower. You I didn't even, didn't even bother. No, no. I unbuckled the boots, and that's the only thing I took off. Because other than that, I was I was burning up here. Overheating, man. That's, that's right. That's solid. Well, you're not too far away from actually yeah. getting back on the bike, right? No, I'm 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 hoping I'll be here soon. Um, I went to see my doctor's appointment up in Vail, Colorado. Um, I'm, they I'm pretty much getting really close. I would say I'm at Loretta. So being at Loretta's, I was probably about almost a week, two weeks off of six months. Um, oh. typically somewhere, it's somewhere where it's always between six and eight months. So I'm hoping to be back on a bike here and maybe, uh, either somehow end of the month to beginning of, uh, September, just somewhere in that sweet spot, I would say. So, um, again, when I tore my knee up, I did everything with it. So, um, <laughs> I'm I'm only gonna do it one time. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> that's it. Do it right. So uh, the good news and the good and, and and to be respectful, like I think what the biggest um the biggest relief for me is, you know, having a good team on my back and me extending my contract for two more years mm. uh with Rockstar Husqvarna. like I thought that was like uh 
you know, I, that's a big relief as it is because, you know, it's like us riders, dude, we get hurt, contract contract season, yep. you know, when you ain't out there, you ain't shining, you you know, you you, you know, you just drop at the bottom, you know. And chopping block. Yeah. Um, yeah, so I always felt like for them, I, I'm glad, like, they saw the value in me, you know, even though we didn't really have much of a shot, you know, much to show this year just because it, it just happened. But I think, like, getting to know those guys kind of see me again and know my dedication and hard work, even in off season leading everything up to um, the first couple of races. I think that, I think that was awesome that they, you know, kept me where I'm at and, and everything like that. They didn't, they didn't try to get funny like other people's and their contracts and things like that and try to start cutting or anything like that. They just say, Hey, listen, dude, we want to keep you. We're going to extend you. Um, we want you to just worry about getting that knee fixed and, and, you know, we'll see you at a one. You know that, that the awesome thing about that 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 speaks volumes to your attitude and to, for them to have that kind of faith in you and that you got that hard work and dedication. You know, what I mean, you got that dog in you where they're they're willing to say, "Yeah, he's coming back, and he's we're going to stick by this guy." That's awesome for you. Yeah, no, like I said, I'm I'm like I said, I'm I'm pumped on that, and um, and I think with, like again, you know, from and you know, having a cool team manager like Nathan Ramsey, he used to race, right? So he gets it. He's been in this situation. He knows what it feels like to, as a rider to get hurt in contract season or not contract season, just hurt in general. And he knows that, that, that weight on your shoulders and stuff like that. So, um, been working with him, you know, he, he joined in the team, um, you know, and I would say kind of mid, mid supercross last year, and, you know, we got to work all all the rest of the year last year and all full off season this year. So we had a lot, man. We had a plan. And, you know, just sometimes the things don't work as as the way they go. But um, again, he he knows exactly what it what it feels like to be a rider. So I, th- I was again, I was stoked that um, that he, you know, he him and, you know, everybody else kind of put me put together a plan and we were able to work things out and, and extend for two more years. You know yeah. what I'm looking forward to is to hearing James go in on you on the podcast. <laughs> Would he go hey, in hard on you? you? Know, when you file? Uh, you know, it's, you know, actually, believe it or not, like, you know, he'll come to Alden, Alden's uh, facility and, uh, you know, he's actually pretty calm for the most part. Um, he's pretty, you know, cause he's pretty like, ah, you know, like, cause he, he's a rider, right? He gets it, you know, and he knows his little brother. He knows if he's trying or he ain't trying or whatever like that. But probably, probably knows that as good as anybody. Yeah. Right. But, you know, being in Alden's like, you know, he knows I'm out, I'm out there trying to put, you know, put my hundred percent effort into it. Cause you know, I got to point the proof for myself. I got my own goals to worry about. So mm-hmm. he's been, he's been pretty good, but actually like, believe it or not, he's actually been, you know, helping out um, in the background of like trying to help with my bike setup and things like that. Oh, cool. um, Cause he, you know, he's been there, done there. He's, you know, so he's, he's definitely in the back, in the background uh, trying to help out. And, you know, unfortunately again, we got hurt this year, so we didn't really get the shine like we should have, but um, I know for a fact going into next year, you know, you're, we're, we're going to see Stuart back on top. That's kind of where we're at. Yeah. There's a race win. We're going to get you on top. Yes, we that's will. right. God, we got to see it. We just need a really gnarly <clears throat> set of whoops, and it's on. Yep, then he smoke. Yeah, if we just whoop it up, man, you could just yeah smoke everybody. Nothing but whoops. One round. Yeah, what? One, <laughs> yeah. lap, one full lap of whoops. <laughs> yep. Now nah, we're, we're gonna be good. You know, <clears throat> James ever start talking smack? You like? Listen, I'm in shape. I got you covered now. Just get hop out here if you think. You're 
No, he don't want nothing to do it. He, does not, he don't want <laughs> nothing to do with those two wheels nowadays. No. Kevin no, was commenting how no. in shape you look. I mean, you're obviously still you're doing work. You're, I mean, you're in, yeah, you're I in mean, pretty like, good shape. No, right I've now. been, I've been, yeah, no, and, and again, like I, I tell people all the time, like I feel like I do more now than I did when I was riding a motorcycle in its own okay. weird way. Like, I feel like I'm more busier now than just riding, just worry about riding the motorcycle. I'm still yeah. going to therapy. I'm still doing so many other different things than just riding the motorcycle. Yeah. Um, you know, so, and not, not saying in a bad way, it's just, it's just different, right? You get thrown out of your loop. So you're, you're used to doing one thing and then next, thing you know, you get hurt. Now you got to do all these other little things just mm -hmm. to get back on the motorcycle. So, um, but Again, it, it's kind of one of those things, I guess I would say, like, you know, um, it's a reality check of how blessed you really are. Yeah. <laughs> have you, like, had to, being off the bike, have you, like, had to super, super concentrate on your diet just to stay in that kind of shape and stay, keep everything lean? Oh, I'll be straight honest. I got fat. I'll be the first <laughs> one. I, I mean, I'll be, the first, I'll be the first one to admit, dude, those, after that surgery – Bro, that first month, I think I literally lived off of M&Ms and Snickers. I literally don't. I, I literally, because I, that's the only thing I was making me happy. <laughs> yeah. I think it was some type of drug in those things. Comfort food, man. <laughs> Treat yourself. Oh, man. Oh, yeah. I was, I pretty much had my phone on airplane mode, and I, I, I think my mind was triggered, and I said, ain't nobody going to tell me nothing right now. Ain't nobody going to tell me nothing. This way this leg feels right now. Feels like a, this knee or this knee with a whole. It felt like I had a whole brain down there. You know uh, what I mean? That throbbing feel. Oh good. man! It was alive. No, it so, was a separate living being. It right? it was it was a living thing down there. That is for sure. That sends you through the a full range of emotions, though, right? I mean, you you know nobody ever really talks about. It. They're just like, yeah, he's off the bike for this amount of time. He's enjoying just hanging out. You, yeah, you'd rather be racing. They don't understand. I don't think what you you go through a lot of emotion. Oh, yeah. I mean, I go from, I mean, I went from riding a motorcycle with my full potential and, and everything's burning right. And, you know, you eating good, you're walking, you know, everything's doing good to just nothing, you know, yeah. to uh, all of a sudden I'm getting wheeled out of a out of a hospital with a with a with felt like I had two knees and, you mm. know, on one. So it's kind of like, <laughs> yeah, so it's kind of like uh, you have to kind of regroup and. And when you're at that level, you're going from such a high pace to just the bare minimum. Like, you know, like you're literally on crutches and your phone drops on the ground and you're trying to figure out how can you bend down to do it without really bending your knee because you really can't bend. You know what I mean? So it's yeah. like it's the littlest things that or how can I get out of my bed if nobody's in the room to go to the bathroom? Mm. I got to get out. I got to grab the crutches. I got to lift myself up. You know, it's it's a process. Um mm. To, to do that and I mean I'd be first one to say I mean I, I couldn't if you know you didn't have people that were close to you it's I, it's honestly feels like it's impossible yeah yeah who did you lean on so, during that time oh man I was I was leaning on my mom Mama my dad my girlfriend yeah I was leaning on everybody dude Jason, I, I, I was so bad I, I, yeah I know <laughs> I was so bad right um I remember uh once I flew home from Vail which is a couple weeks from then right after I got surgery, I flew home and it, about three weeks, I waited about three, three weeks. Um, I was just kind of trying to get everything dialed in. I was going to, going to therapy and come what, back. Three weeks before you made and, love? What? 
No, three no, three weeks before I went fishing. Oh, oh so that's his true love. Business, yes. True love. No, that's but that's the whole here the only reason I cause I couldn't figure out how I could or cause I was like, oh, I want to go fishing so bad, but like I I was so kind of miserable with my knee that I, it was just pain. You know what I mean? I just felt like I was just just I, I couldn't everything I was sleeping, I'd wake up, you know, I was just kinda of like a, a, a mad I was a mad man, you know what I mean? And uh I called one of my buddies like, hey dude, I, I need you to take off work Friday. <laughs> I need you to take off work. Yeah. And he goes, What do you need? I said, Listen, I need you to just come get me and take me out on the boat. I don't care where we go, know, but I need that. That's all I need. And he's like, yep, no it's problem. For your soul. He picked me up. He picked me up at 6 a.m. in the morning. I didn't come back from fishing until 9 o'clock at night. It was Ooh, dark. That's a long dark. day. And that was the best day of my life since, <laughs> but from that at that time. That yeah. kind of relieved, you know, relieved, you know, brought me back a little bit. Well, good. So, I need you uh, to get the boat. Thing, the, get the boat. Stop by uh, Costco. Get some Snickers. Uh, some M&Ms. <laughs> Yeah. Did no, you catch no, it? I had the bag of M and M's, buddy. I had the bag of M and M's in the cooler. Don't worry, they they taste way better when they're cold. <laughs> did you catch anything? I did. I I caught I caught some fish. I caught some fish. I went out there and threw some live bait, even though I cheated. And I shouldn't I shouldn't throw live bait in fresh water, but I did because I wanted to catch something. This but is more a no the, judgment. More of the time, I just wanted to get outside. Cause yeah. I could, you know, I couldn't do my my real, like, couldn't stand up and do the, you know, my real fishing. I just mm -hmm. wanted to just, I did the typical, sit on the back, you know, just cast the pole and yeah. wait for the, wait for it to get dead, and I'll bring it in, and he'll help me take it off the hook for me, and go get another another bait and throw it again. That's an old man. Had my leg right propped there. up. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Had my leg propped up. Had the ice machine uh, running, and that's pretty much how the day was. When you're not injured and you're fishing, are you one of these guys who, who can always catch fish? Like you're, you can always catch something. You know, there's some people who fish for years and never catch anything. You may not know that, but there are. Not no, him. I mean, I'll be the first one to admit. I'll be the first to admit. I've, I've gone out there and not catch nothing. Okay. I've been there before. Um, I mean, that's why it's called fishing, unfortunately. But yeah, you. Uh, but I mean, if I'm going saltwater, uh, saltwater fishing, I typically, you know, I'm I'm going to catch something. Yeah. Uh, I pretty much know what to do. Um, but if I'm like targeting like a specific species, um, and I don't catch it that day, like if I'm say oh, I'm going to go out and go catch tuna, and they're just not there. Yeah. That's just a day. But I'm always dropping down and getting some grouper, some snapper, or something, right? So, so saltwater like is a lot easier. Better? You like that better than freshwater fishing? What do you like? Um, you know, I ha I will admit, like, I have a little bit of a edge right now to saltwater um, just because the one thing about saltwater fishing is you just don't know what you're going to get down there, yeah. right? You know, that's one thing that is pretty cool. You're fishing in, you know, uh, you know, 400, 500 foot of water. You just don't, you just don't know what's down there. Right. Yeah, no, um, but so, I mean, fresh water is cool because like, I think it's a different type of fishing. You're constantly reeling, yep. you know, you're, you're, you're just searching for the fish. It's a lot more of a fast pace cause you're reeling it in, casting, reeling it in and casting, you know, with, uh, saltwater, you're kind of just dropping the line down or if you're bottom fishing or you're trolling or something yeah. like that, you just wait for something to get hit. So it's a lot more relaxed. I mean, there's times where I've trolled for two hours and never got one bite. The next thing you know, I come across 
you know, I'll just come across a wreck, and then next you know, all Everything six of my lines go right. off at once. <laughs> Everything goes off. You know what I mean? You don't got enough hands. So yeah. it's it's a it's a catch twenty two. But majority of the time, pretty much what bites that line on saltwater gonna fight a lot more stronger than a bass. Yeah, so it's but exciting, right? Bass fishing is a lot more easier because I don't have to go very far to go bass fishing. You know, I, I live right behind a pond. I can yeah. walk two feet and I'm there. Versus, uh, you know, saltwater, yeah, you kind of have to drive a little bit. Because I'm central, right? I'm central, I'm directly in the central, so I'm about an hour and ten minutes each way Yeah. from the east and the west coast. doesn't matter. Yeah. Do you go out of the way to the beach or do you get on the intercoastal somewhere? No, I'm, I'm, I'm on the beach. I got you. I, I, when I go out, like, you know, one cool thing is like <clears throat> I've been working on, I've worked on a sponsorship with CPRO. And um, so pretty much like I got my boat. I took it. We, me and I have a, um, right at a 26 foot and me and my buddy, actually Cody Chisholm, me and mm -hmm. Cody Chisholm and Kyle Chisholm. We went out 73 miles uh, <laughs> last weekend. Damn. That's out there. Not last weekend, but the weekend before. Sorry. Yeah. You got to be weather yeah. aware when you're out 73 yeah, miles, man. right? You'll get <laughs> caught out there. Oh, no. Dude, my boat's loaded, though. It's got radar on it. It's got everything. Autopilot. I pretty much chill. Yep. That's it. I just tell it where to go, and it goes that way. Yep. Yeah. Right on. So, but, no, I, I mean, dude, I mean, I, you know, I tell people all the time, they're like, dude, you went that far, or you went 60 miles, or whatever. I'm like, dude, it's really not. Like, it's not. It seems like it's, it's really, it's not. It's not really, like, the things that you see when you're out there is amazing. Like, it feels like you're at SeaWorld in its own weird way, you it's know? It's your personal um, SeaWorld there for a little bit, right? <laughs> yeah, pretty, yeah, for a little bit. What yeah, it really see, is. Well, like, tell it, us about the cool things you've seen out there. Tell us, what, what's up? Well, I mean, I've <laughs> seen, I mean, I've seen all kinds of different sharks. I've seen these massive turtles um, come across, like, birds diving, fish blowing out, like, you know, if I've seen where a tuna come out, they're just blowing out. Of, stuff that you see on, like, the fishing channel or yeah. whatever, like the tuna or bonitos blowing out of water. They're running you know from what I mean? something dolphins. Yeah, massive dolphins come way out there, porpoises or whatever, and they're just, and, you know, they whip their tails up and fling the fish up in the air. Like, Look back stuff at that you. you just don't see. Huh. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, like dolphins come up to the boat, they just hang out, like whatever. Like, it's, it's actually pretty cool. That is cool. Yeah. Yeah, that's like such an opposite so, of, uh, of what you do. Like you're, you're dirt biking, it's high pace, it's adrenaline, and then you can go do that. And it's just like, whoosh, turn that all I, off. Hey, look, I can tell you what, though. When you get a nibble, mm -mm, that heart starts spiking. <laughs> <laughs> I get that. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> you say, but I get what you're saying, though. It is a, a different high pace uh yeah, way different totally world. different. But I guess it's, it's no different than you see a lot of riders at golf. Yeah. 100%. For sure. How much money can no, you spend? I disagree. I, I got to say that seeing a dolphin flip something up or catching a fish is more exciting than golf. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm just I, 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 I'll be first one to admit, you know, I hate I golf. I hate everything about golf. I can't stand it. Now, I, one thing I will, and I'll give you hell at putt-putt. Now, you take me to an 18-course putt-putt hole, you know, I Somebody's will give going you down. everything I got, boy. Uh, yes, sir. You put me. I will be the green jacket. Yes, sir. <laughs> That's great. Putt putt. Put Tiger who? Putt putt to Tiger the Tiger who? <laughs> yeah. Right on. That's who, yeah. Tiger stew. So, yes, right. I'll sink them in every day. That's but nice. when it comes to the actual, 
I broke too many golf clubs. That's been my problem. It's, you know, I go off the tee. Sure. Yeah, yeah. You know, I've been, I've tried everything, dude. I've tried going to going to the store. You go to what if it's Dick's Sporting Goods? It don't matter where it is, and you buy the the highest clubs they make, and then you go out there, you just slice the ball right yeah, off the rip. Right. You know, and then you it just it just and then you change. Then you're like, oh, it's your balls, it's the balls, you know. And you're like, all right, whatever. I better get you different. Get I better get more balls, yeah, Callaway. Like you just go out there and it's slice. Now you're now we're losing three dollars a ball. Yeah. So right. now we got a problem, you know. <laughs> yeah, I can. I rather, I'd rather spend five bucks and lose a weight. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> come home with a fish. I'm hearing you. I'm hearing you. I'm hey, hearing hey you. there's nothing you can do on a golf course you can eat. Nope, except no. at the turn. That's right. Hey, but I will say one of the best fishing there is in the pond. I knew you were about yeah. to say that. I knew you. Yeah, you sneak onto the monsters there. Sneak yeah, out there's there some big monsters there. Yeah, sneak honeys. out there. Usually, if you find a if you find a golf course that they're pretty chill, they'll they'll let you go out and say, hey, as long as last tee times at 6:30 or whatever, yeah, you just go out there and catch them. So I'm like, yeah, bro, I'm gonna go out there. But yeah, there's <laughs> there's some big there's some big bass there. Kevin and I have got a friend that just recently he bought one of the he golfs all the time, but he bought one of the fishing poles that like goes in your golf bag, right, Mitchell? All right, on. yeah. And, he caught a huge like he's he's not even a fisherman wow. right like he doesn't know anything and he caught like a six and a half pound bass while playing, while playing golf, golf. You know, they like, finished up and they were sitting around after drinking a beer and he's like i'm I gonna take that. this thing and walk out there and throw it. and he you need that a, malcolm you need the fishing pole for the he golf caught man. a big bass that'd be the, the greatest golf uh, fishing ever let's spend more money on golf you know hey ah oh, dude i couldn't do it i just no. don't like golf man i really don't Man. I'll watch it here and there if it's like a something, if it's like a, you know, the Masters or something. But I will not. Yeah, I just can't do Especially it. Especially in Florida, it's it. hot. Yeah, always hot, man. That's five hours of just heat in in Florida. What sports did you well, ever play? I always say like the the real time where people can really enjoy Florida. I mean, people like myself. January. It's always racing season. Christmas. Yeah. Yeah, supercross. So you're season. always okay, you're not right? yeah. So you're not really you're not really enjoying enjoying Florida. And I even say there was like, oh yeah, what about November December? I've been dude. There's times it's where hot, it's been man. so hot in December. Yes, many like it's hot like hot Christmases. Yes, <laughs> yeah. There's been times where I've been in many others, but there's also like you said, there's been times that yeah, you've frozen to death back there, up. and you've also burned up. It's in the That's same a, day. Yeah, maybe in the same yeah. day. Yeah. Literally in the same day. Yeah. yeah, for sure. So you're big enough to play football. Did you ever even think about playing it, or were you so locked in on motocross it was kind of a done deal? Um, No, I actually, I like football. I, I love football. Football is everything to me, too. That's another one. But I was just more, um, you know, I really love fishing just because my dad you know, wanted me to get into fishing. He wanted me to become a fisherman. Um, and I, that's pretty much one of the things I, I took up after. Um, and, you know, I remember growing up watching Kevin Van Dam, watching, you know, Bill Dance, all those shows and stuff yeah. like that. So I was always watching those and stuff like that. And, again, that, you know, he, he just wanted to teach me how to fish. Honestly, don't know if he really wanted me to become a dirt bike rider. <laughs> I really don't even know because he didn't really push me that much. He didn't right. really push me that much. He just knew I was as talented at it, but I also knew I wasn't going to work a 9 to 5. I knew that, so I've I knew I needed to do something. That. I wondered if you were, if you grew up 
eat, breathe, sleep, motocross, like, you know, a lot of people do, or if you were just had a natural, like, you know, talent towards it. And it was, it was an avenue that you could consider rather than like you, an early yeah, on. Were you passion. thinking that early, like at age 13, like, man, I don't want to get no job. I guess I better ride some dirt bikes. I'm just gonna have to do it. Probably. No, I still, I was still trying to figure out what I wanted to do. I felt like a kid that would just, honestly, I felt like a kid that was just talented enough to do like I could do, you know, race dirt bikes, but it wasn't really like a passion what I wanted to do. It was just something I was just good at doing. Mm -hmm. But I was like, oh, I still think I can feel like I can, I can become a professional fisherman, but I'll have to work hard at it. Yeah. So I kind of was like, all right, well. I didn't really know, and I remember it was 2008 at Gatorback. I won all outdoors, and I, um, all the out and when we went motocross, I won every single one of them yeah. on a 252 stroke. And I still then yep. wasn't convinced. <laughs> I wasn't still convinced, still then. And I was like, ah, I don't sure. And then uh, I remember when I got the Bobby Hewitt. Uh, Bobby Hewitt called me that at, right after that and wanted me to ride for them in 2009 for the next year, and I did it. And Went to Loretta's, everything was good. Um, did good at Loretta's, but it, it was more of just still like I felt like I wasn't really like dedicated to it. I was just like, eh, I'm not sure. And I remember going to, in, two, in 2010, I got hurt. So then I was really over it. I and was that like, ah, dirt bikes ain't, that ain't it. Was that the year that you was, I broke my proud? thumb. Or no? No, 2011 is what I, I would have, 2011 is when I turned pro. So you pro. were never going to turn but, pro in 2010. I knew you were injured in in the year before yeah, you turned two, pro. Yeah, 2010, yeah. Um, and so I was like, ah, I don't know. And I remember going to Houston Supercross. I remember flying there with my brother. And I remember I said, if I don't make the main event, I'm this is it. I'm wow. calling it quits. That's a little... I, I'm calling it quits. And sitting. I remember I got second in the heat race. You're sitting at the crossroads. No, this is uh, the God heaven truth. I'm not. I'm not. No BS. If I didn't make that main event that night, it, there wouldn't have been another Stewart out it? there. It was too. That was it. Because I was to the point. I just didn't know. I was like, ah, you know what? I might just like. I'm pretty much gonna go try to do something else. Man. So I made the main event. And I was like, all right. And then I went out there and crashed in the, in the, in the main event. So I was like, all right, whatever. And I, I think it was Houston that next race. And um, or not Houston, but I think it might have been Dallas or something or, or one of the races like that. And everything, uh, it all started working out fairly well. And I got some top fives, top fours, and everything started going really well. Yeah. I, I think back, like, your dad, he kind of knew your heart probably that, he wasn't just seeing you just dying to ride and race. And, you know, I, I kind of had this same situation with my son. He raced for like 10 years, but he sort of liked it. And I was like, man, I don't know that I want you to race if you sort of like it. Cause it's, you know, it's a risky, yeah. risky sport. So I just wonder if your yeah. dad ever battled those emotions. Like maybe I should ask him to maybe fish. Maybe I should say, you know, things like if he, if he ever second guessed it. No, I mean, he. I felt like he was. He was like a dad that kind of was like, well, like, you got so much talent, son. You just yeah. need to really use all your talent. You know what I mean? He's That's just right. like, I'm sitting here watching all this. Like, I, I can watch a guy that don't ride a motorcycle for months, and then all of a sudden get on one and just do everything like it ain't normal. Like right. it ain't like your, you know. So he's just like your brother would say the same stuff. I, you got to listen to these yeah, guys. Yeah, yeah. 
yeah so he's like he's he's got to do it he's got to do it so um again so that's kind of that was like i said houston supercross was that was if i didn't make that main event and something happened or whatever that was it we're going cool fishing 139 boys. 139, there wouldn't have been no 139 for the Stewart. That's pretty cool, man. <laughs> well, I know so. half the world is thankful that you uh, that you did get second in that heat race. I mean, you have a really – like, you move the needle, man. When you are when you get up front, I mean, the, the crowd People is, want it as bad as you. I know you want it. They want it, it as bad as Malcolm we want Malcolm to get a damn race win as bad as – like, anybody. Yeah. It's, it's a feel-good story. It's got to happen. I know. Trust me. No, it, it is. And – uh uh, you know, I, I felt like, you know, A1, I was pretty close and I got actually, I got a little, got a nice little taste of that. So, um, man, it's racing yep. and it, it usually comes when you least expect it. You uh, got so, so much fan support now though, man. That is so like, I really, like I dig so much when you get it like every time you do something, everybody goes crazy. It's yeah, awesome. There's definitely and we sound like homers, but not, but like we're being sincere. Like I watch social media. I'm like, everybody just. Like, they if you can't. find somebody that doesn't like Malcolm Stewart, like, they need to look in the mirror. Like, seriously, like, you're usually the problem. <laughs> yeah. guy's usually a dick. Yeah, yeah you're, the, you're on vital on the keyboard, right? Right. You're that guy. No, I, you know, like I said, I, I love my fans, dude. Everybody, you know, and I appreciate you guys that. Like, it's it's always, it's been awesome um, to have that support like that, you know. And, and fans that come up to me, and, and it's always the littlest things, like, you know, like me being a Loretta Lens or, like, they remember that they mm -hmm. remember that stuff like all that little stuff that you know me going up to kids and, and just random kids that don't even know it doesn't matter if you're wearing my gear or not and and just talking to them the parents giving them high fives explaining them while they're racing like mm -hmm. um you know and i'll you know every year or whatever i'll see them at the races and stuff like that and they were like dude we were, my kids still talked about that day you were at loretta lens or dade city or wherever and they're like dude it, it's it's a game changer so um, it's cool just to see, you know, not only just myself, but like other riders do that because again, I think it's, it's just reliving the circle again. Like, you know, um, when I was younger, I had somebody to come up and give me a fist bump like that. It was my hero. That's I, right. I won't forget that moment either. You know? Well, you know, at the, um, the GP down there at, uh, WW. I, I, we were coming in the gate and I had, my son was going to race the amateur portion there. And for some reason you were out at the gate. <laughs> And you, you took the time with my son and daughter and, you know, made sure we took a picture and all this stuff. So I, I think there's a reason you have a, a nice social media following and it's not all on the racetrack, you know? Yeah, no, I, I, I try, man. I, I just, uh, I've always been pretty humble and, and that's just probably, I've just been raised right by my parents, man. You know, hey, your um, mom will smack you right into order. <laughs> Yes, oh, she'll put me, she'll straighten me up quick. All good so I don't get out of line. Like that. Yeah, you ever, have you ever done anything at a race where, like, I go back to a story where I think Shaq and Charles Barkley got into an altercation at a game. Shaq said he didn't even know that his mom was friends with Charles Barkley's mom. He says he got a call after that. They got in on a fight, and it was Charles's mom and Shaq's mom on the three way call. It said, You go and you apologize to Charles right now. Like, <laughs> made him whatever. Like, so the, the mom is like, the deal. So, have you ever done anything where your mom goes, "If you ever do that again, I, I know you've never Vince freeze someone, but I'm sure there's been times where your mom had to smack you up." Um, come on, dog. He never. No, did. I. You're perfect. No, but the one. Th no, no, but no, but she'll get mad at me if I have a bad race and I, I curse. Yeah. She'll get upset with me. 
All yeah, good people have a, have, a, have a even still to this mom. day, still this day, she gets upset. Yeah, she's like, look, like you're still a toddler in my eyes, okay? So hey, there's some me. truth so to that, there. man. And I apologize. I'm, I'm sorry, mom. I'm so sorry. <laughs> that's a, hey, that's the truth, man. My, I'll tell you. One time, my my mom. It's actually her birthday. Happy birthday, mom! Oh, happy yep. birthday! She's eighty three years old. Get some. But I literally, some guy. I had like something going on in traffic, and uh, a guy followed me home. Right, and I was scared because he was. Was old. he like? Oh, you, you, I saw how nice you look. Well, he was older, Before and I was you. like, I knew if this guy. <laughs> hey, short long story short, I, I knew if the guy got out of the car, I was done. You yeah. know what I mean? So he's like pulled up my driveway, started cussing me out, started to get out of the car. Well, I kicked the door shut on, and we got in a fight right there in the yard, whatever. My mom cared nothing about the fight, but I cussed at the guy, and she's like, like literally, we were just Nicholas? struggling. She's like, I really don't appreciate you cursing like that. <laughs> You're still her mom, baby. Mom, the guy was beating my face. A grown man <laughs> fighting you in your front yard. So uh, a minute ago, Malcolm, yeah. you, you said something about uh, a kid wearing my gear. Um, does that um, – seven, is that a um, – is that something where you've got your finger on the pulse of that, or is that something that's you're maybe a, another stage of life down the road you'll get more involved, or are you sort of involved now? No, I'm, I'm involved now. I just don't really, like, you know, publicize it like that. I just kind of, um, again, it's, you know, of course, my brother owns majority of the percentage of the company. I just have a little bit involved yeah. in it. But, um, but yeah, no, it's, <clears throat> I don't, you know, I guess I would say for me, um, as I've gotten older a little bit, I, I, I may only pick maybe like two, three riders a year okay. of, and just like kind of an idea and kind of pitch it to them. And, yep. and you know, from what they do want to do from there is they, they take it or they don't. So, yeah. um, but yeah, that's pretty much for me. Like, again, I don't, um, the, the group that we have, again, it's a, it's a small group that we have in, in the seven family, but you know, everybody is you know, doing a phenomenal job and, and, you know, getting, getting the gear out to the kids. You're seeing it out there a lot, mm-hmm. especially in the amateur world, you stuff like that, it, especially yeah. when we showed up to Loretta's. So it's, it's, it's pretty cool. Well, it looks good. I mean, it's on point. Yeah, it's yeah. all different. Yours is different. And then I think fast house is different. And then I think there's, yeah, you've got your, some, you've got your spot. Yeah. Right? You got your deal. It, it's gotta be cool yeah. when you see, you know, Hey, there's a kid I pitched that we should support. And then here he is. He's, he's supported. That's gotta be a pretty good feeling. Yeah, no, and again, that's why I pay attention to the 50 class more than anything because I feel like those are the ones that are going to be the future, right? Mm-hmm. So, like, um, and I always feel like, I mean, in that stage, it's so hard to tell a rider before, um, you know, before he turns pro because there's been a lot of great riders out there and they get on a big bike and, you know, things don't go the way it goes. But um, I think the, to me, I think sometimes it's always good to have to try to pick the 50 kids for just for me. Um, it's just because like to watch them grow a little bit, you can, they'll, they'll be wearing your gear for a lot longer and stuff yeah. like that. Especially if it's a, you know, uh, you know, if you get kids that, you know, let's say they don't win the win Loretta's or whatever case may be, most of the other brands will go target that kid. But, you know, if I watch a kid go one DNF, you know, Mm-hmm. 10 or something like there's potential there because he's capable of winning but yep. it could have been a bike failure or things like that so go to Manio's and you'll crush him 
You maybe know, he so, left both his boots you on know, the starting line and rode the whole moto barefooted. Yeah, I remember there's one kid. <laughs> one kid did that. One kid came off with one boot, I believe. Two of them. He lost one both kid of only them. had one boot. On oh, he did? Where does he okay. race the moto with he did. zero boots? That's a man. fact. Bird Moto has the photo of the guy that walking with his so boots. Wild. And I saw the kid under the finish line area getting a little bit of help, some Band-Aids perhaps for his little yeah. feet. <laughs> for his little that's, feet. A, that's a guy no, I'd be like, who was that bad? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, he was. they don't have the rubber little... Um, yeah, your P dub probably had round rubber foot pegs. Yeah, it was. It was. I mean, it wasn't like blood. No, nah, I don't think. So. I don't think my P dub. And I think back to. I don't think it did. Did he? You had real foot round pegs. There, the real, real old pegs. ones had round rubber. Now that's old ones. His probably had the rubber, the rubber deals. Who, Malcolm? Do you think yeah. it's P dub? Yeah, that's probably like '98 or something for you on P W. Yeah, '97. Yeah, '97 for sure. But anyway, that kid, <laughs> both his boots got stuck in the mud. And he took off with no boots, rode the whole moto. We Gotta need go, you baby. to do a moto, Malcolm, with no boots. With no boots. You know what? That kid deserves that a kid. win. Yeah, he does that deserve kid to win. Yeah, that kid deserves that kid deserves a championship. Or a set actually. of new socks. You know, that's yeah. a t- hey, that's a tough <laughs> kid. Maybe some stitches. He deserves something. <laughs> yeah, that's a tough. I, honestly, kid. I believe I think half of the reason why I'm sure he probably wanted to pull off, but I knew if he probably did pull off, he was probably gonna get a butt He'd whooping. He'd be bleeding a lot. Oh, his, 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 his feet and his butt were gonna be hurt. <laughs> So smart kid for just keep going, just right? Keep going, <laughs> Dedication. Man. We'll just figure it out later, right? Uh, was there uh was there some kid when you were when you were young that you battled or or that was beating you that seemed like he would make it and then he didn't? Did you have somebody local that was like, Man, that kid is I so never good. gonna beat this guy. Yeah. And then he just you don't know where he went. Um anything come to mind. Yeah, there was a couple kids, um, um, I remember uh, Sean Rife was a really good kid growing up. Number 700 uh, from Ohio. He was, beat, he was beating he was all good. of us. He was beating all of us. He was the top of the food chain. And um, I think he just, I think injuries kind of put him down more than mm. anything. It wasn't his talent on a motorcycle. I think just injuries kind of, yeah. kind of um, messed him up a little bit. But Would um, you be pissed now I mean, if you found out he was a pro fisherman? Oh, oh God, man! Actually, I'd be pumped. Uh, I'm gonna be pumped. I think I remember uh, uh, Matt Lemoyne was doing. He was fishing. Yeah, he I know was Matt Lemoyne was doing some fishing and stuff like that. Yeah. Tyler Stewart, he was fishing. He's another one that fishes. Um, so, yeah, I mean, there's a couple guys that you know uh, they don't do it. They just I don't know what they do, but. Yeah. Um, it's always it's always good to you know have those guys circle around again, and a lot of them I see at Loretta's you know mm-hmm. here and there. So um, guys that I just didn't I haven't seen in a long time, but for for the majority of the fact, majority of my class rate uh, classmates are racing currently still. Yeah, right. And, but um, isn't it cool? Um, the only um, the only one that's not racing, unfortunately, because of an injury, was Ian Treadle. Yeah, Treadle. What's his name from Florida? That his name's Troy. What's his Troy Adams? Adams. Yeah. Do you remember him? Like, is he a little older yeah. than you, or? Oh, he's a lot older. Yeah, a lot. He's... Troy Adams, I think he was on big bikes like in the nineties, maybe. Am no. I thinking wrong? No, I think he's. I think Troy is like thirty-eight. Maybe. Oh, uh, that's a lot when you're a kid. Though. Well, Malcolm's thirty. Know, was he? He was eighteen yeah, when he was when ten. You, when you're that's a, a lot. Yes, that's a big difference. <laughs> no, but now I'm saying what I'm going to is. Uh, oh, the fact I, I met Troy at, or I'm not met him, but I saw him a day in the dirt, and he's doing some cool stuff. He's training guys how to run heavy equipment all over the world and oh. like it's just cool to hear guys that go get away from motorcycles and you figure out they figure out what they're into hmm. yeah i don't i don't really 
didn't. I don't really remember too much of Troy. Again, I was too. I was way too young. Um, you I think really? Troy is like in between. He's fifty-seven years old. <laughs> yes. Yeah, you don't remember him. He's fifty-seven. Uh, yeah, he's is from he really? Florida. Oh, no, he's not. No, he's not. He raced your dad. He was in the vet class. He later that was. He's not that old. <laughs> no, I was like, but he's from Florida, so we figured you knew him. He's a little younger than my brother. I do remember he's a little younger than my brother, and I believe he was in the class of like Chisholm. Yeah. Air. Like, yeah. And Chisholm's still uh, racing, like so this son of a bitch ain't that old. Yeah, You're like talking like this man's Matt 40. Body, yeah, Sean absolutely. Skinner. There you go. 100%. I think, he's, I think he's in that era, but I don't, I mean, I never raced Kyle Chisholm either. So, and I, you know, but I think he was in that era, like Taylor Futrell and all that. Yep. Yeah. Sounds about right. Good memory. And that, that was like 03, 04, 05, and you're ago, like 08, Kevin. 09. You're just like you're pr- that dude's probably five years older than you. And the way I'm you just, just described him, he's no, he's I in think, a retirement home. Yes, I think Troy Adams was racing pro. Yeah, like '03. See, that's what I think, and Hold I on. think when you're young, I those differences like, are are, are huge. Guy. Like five years when you're 13 and somebody's 18, like that's a huge difference, you know. But I'm saying now though, you dork. Well, I'm saying I know right we all now. grow up and we eat together. I think he's stuff. older than that. I mean, yeah, he's yeah, five, yeah, five, six years, yeah, five whole my years. My brother's seven years older than me. Yeah. So, see, yeah, my when you're 18 and somebody's 25, it's like they're over the they're hill. They're old. They're old. <laughs> they're like, oh, they, yeah, dude, you're like, oh, bro, there's no way you're way too old. And now that you're that age, you're like, it's not that old. I mean, yeah. stop it with all this. I remember I had a brother, I know. a friend. The most devi- and one of the most devastating years was last year. I was turning 29, turning 30. Yep, 30. God, uh, dude, I did not want to give up my 20s. I did not. I really didn't. <laughs> well, let's hope that uh, this coming year, you're you're glad you're 30 and you're laying it down because you got athletic maturity and a two-year contract, you should be able to fall right in there and start ripping. Yeah, no, I would say you're you're only old as you feel at this point now. Or as old as Troy Adams, so, apparently. This poor son, son of a gun yeah. is like 58 uh, years old. I, I, 63 yeah. years old, Troy yeah. Adams. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to say, I was, I said, I think the youngest guy, the youngest, oldest gentleman out there is Barry Karsten. Oh, I thought he was going to say Higgins. <laughs> that man, no. Karsten I almost is... said Mike Brown, but he's he's the second one, too. Yeah. Karsten, did he race? Hell yeah, he raced. Of course he did. He came just because he knew it was going to rain. Still on Count me in, bro. (laughs) Count me in. (laughs) He did. (laughs) I told you as soon as that guy buys a bike, I said, as soon as he throws it, that's a brand new motorcycle. bike looks nine years old. Yeah, everything's tarnished. (laughs) Probably because he has so many parts. But you know what, though? Wygant found out he he had black number plates in the vet class. And Weege goes, because Weege's from New Jersey, and anybody from New Jersey just loves him. He goes, what are you doing with black number plates? He goes, well, my son's number 281, and he had black number plates, so I just put some duct tape black numbers over the two, the one, so I could be 28 to Loretta's. I didn't even have to buy a new and set of plastic. that way I save all he that saved, money. He saved 14 bucks. Yes, he will. Maybe 140, <laughs> but he saved. The he fact saved. that that just goes as crosses his mind, I, did, I feel like that would cost you more money in labor. But exactly, time's worth something. He had to take that plastic off, put some black electrical tape over the one of his son's three digits. And then you numbers, had to ride with all that ghetto that looking tape like, on you. He don't I, care. I think I, I still, Barry, I mean, as long as I've known Barry, and you guys can correct me if I'm wrong, has he been on Suzuki's? Yes, Brom, Bromley Cycle Suzuki. Anything but. That's all I've ever seen. He's probably seven figures in contingency. 
he there was a lot of years <laughs> oh, he, was, definitely he was in the mix six. for sure for a lot of years him and damn earl may have made <laughs> about nine million dollars in <laughs> Kawasaki. No, i didn't see that's one guy i didn't see this week this yeah, he got hurt he had earl... a knee problem or something he had had surgery that's oh, one guy like i can yeah. say he might have missed two of these things in 20 plus years if yeah. that maybe not that's wild really he don't miss them he does not yeah. miss them. Those car washes yeah. have been very good to Earl May. Those car washes have been real good. <laughs> he's to got him. those Mr. Car washes, those automated deals. Yeah. Him and Ricky went into some of them. Yeah, he's done very well with that. Yeah. I think yeah. Joe DaCosta, Jersey Joe, has one car wash. That's what he lives off and he, of. And Barry goes over there and works. And Barry time. goes over there and washes all his shit in mud. He goes, you got to get this old mud stuff out of here. You can't be bringing that junk Don't be here. mudding up my bays. Bro, come on. Bro. Yeah. It's Jersey nah, Joe and Barry's going to retire. Barry, Barry, Barry Carson is going to retire, and he's going he's gonna to put his his 401k at Suzuki City, and he's, he's, <laughs> and, uh, and daddy, he's, he's going to be living in some That's million, when he'll really million, be million dollars, boy. Yeah, he finally got yes, vested sir. with Suzuki. So. He'll turn the spigot on, <laughs> and the money will just Phoebe, start rolling out. Pat Alexander, come to me. That's the name I couldn't remember in the last show. Pat Alexander, Mel Harris. <laughs> Mel Harris. I couldn't remember. Mel Harris I, died. Somebody asked me the other day, they are like, you know, I was like, right. I was like, when is Barry gonna change? You know, bikes. I'm like, buddy, I said that dude's got a 401. Yeah, he's not playing. <laughs> I was like, he's he's, he's representing to the like, very. He bleeds. Yeah, he bleeds yellow. He okay? has Suzuki tenure. He is. He's fully vested in that motor, yeah, tenure with pension the... <laughs> plan. Yes, he is. Hey, but you, I, I, but you know what? I respect that man's loyalty of not changing. No matter how many different <laughs> brands or they come out with electric start or whatever. He's dedicated with them, he no is. matter what. And you know it sounds like, Dad, can we please get a KTM? Yeah. <laughs> no, bro, we get 10 off these Suzukis. <laughs> we get 10 off. And, we'll and you know, honestly, I respect him more because, like, he, he is an older gentleman, right? Like, sure. I, he, he, I, I respect him because he's an older guy. And the last thing you want to do is fall and have to crank your bike, right? Bro, like, I so. get it if you're a young Good kid point. and stuff like that. But him, but him, like, you know, like you're gonna ride, you ride motorcycles, you're gonna fall at some point, yeah. right? Like, but like, and then all hot happen, happen to start your bike on the line, just the whole nine yards, like, no you one know, not else dogging Suzuki, but more so of him because like he's putting himself in that situation, right? He's he, you know, so I don't think so. he notices. He's using it for motivation to not fall. Don't like fall. Be <laughs> good. Be smooth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're fall. right. That is that's that's, you know. I love I, that's one like, class. That's another class I actually look forward to watching too. I can push I it a little harder, but I don't want to have to class. kick this thing. You like no. high classes? I love watching fifty plus, dude. I always, you know, I, I always have. The Earl I always Mays, have the John Gruys. Yes, John Gruys, yes, fast dude. man. Yeah. Yes, I just think I think it's cool because it's a bunch of old men with a uh, with a slight big ego. You know, if they still got front, an ego. They do they're, still they're, have an ego. Yeah. They still have an ego, but I love the ones that are like. Pretty much tenth back because they don't care. They're just there, for and they the just fun. like, hey, look, I'm just out here for fun. Go just around. Say I made it, Loretta's. <laughs> yeah, give me a big. You know, I want to build. You know, give me a little bib on I the back. I need my bib. Yeah, I need the story. Yeah, and and I got to go to work Monday. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> so we're not crashing, okay? No, we're we gonna gotta be go smart. to work. Oh, dude, I feel so bad, dude. They go in the first turn crash. I feel so bad for those guys. <laughs> yeah, because you're thinking long term. This just... man's got a family. He's got a job to go to. He's out of, he's out of gas. No, I'm like, I'm over here. I'm over here like, oh, man, it goes to the stock market for this guy. Intensity. <laughs> Hope he's got so, some Aflac so, or something. 
Yeah. He's not, yeah. not going to be able to get in and out of his Corvette. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> Sir, old... wait. Who are you? Yeah, you're probably our own State Farm. Who are you? Oh, I'm switching to Progressive now. You're yeah. hurt. You're, yeah, you're going you're gonna to sell the company and give it to somebody else now. So Kevin was given yeah, class names. See, like if they were plus 45, he was like, uh, what was it, the divorced? Oh, we're, you know, I, I named, we, we call it the tunnel of love when they jump over the start line. <laughs> And then it changed to the yeah. the tunnel of second divorces at like plus forty five. That was plus forty. Their their tunnel was called tunnel of second divorce, second marriages, and then <laughs> yeah. second marriage. Plus fifty is like the tunnel of I'm getting a Corvette and midlife crisis. Tunnel of C eight Corvettes. Yeah. <laughs> so every class so had true. he named them. And then the like schoolboys like just the, the horny tunnel of some yeah. whatever whatever happens happens. Yeah, that's right. Yes. They're gonna have to keep that, making older classes like. Schoolboy school is like college. That's pretty much what you call it. Yeah, it's yeah. wild. That's a frat boys. Frat boys. They run a wild. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah. Yep. Pledge week. Man. Well, Malcolm, we're gonna wrap you up, dog. We're gonna let you get back to whatever it is you're doing. What were you doing when we called you? I was actually feeding my dogs. <laughs> I was. I got a little. I got a King Corso puppy. Mm. Um, What's that he ain't little name? Little some more. He's getting Onyx. Onyx. That's a. That's basically like what his color is, right? He's like a. Dark yeah, gray, yeah, I, yeah, I, yeah, yeah. Man. Actually, um, um, I remember I was look, I was gonna buy a, a black Cadillac years ago, and I remember that they had it as their color. Oh, it was their the color website of, the car. of Onyx. Onyx yep, black. Onyx black. Man, and I've got. So, I, I said, I, I've got a couple of boxers, and like you know, the Kane Corsos is like a big giant boxer, and so I've been looking at them and like reading about them. That dog's beautiful that dog. is beautiful, and that dog's. A handful, bro. He said, "How is yours? Is he? Is he like? Yeah. What's his personality like? You know, since he's a puppy, I'm starting to build him up a little bit. So I'm starting. I'm starting to kind of figure him out. But dude, he's super chilled. Oh, he's cool. he's actually more of a he. Kind of like more of anything. He's a lap dog. Yeah, just hold like, my. He just wants to lay in front pounds. of you. Yeah, he just a wants three hundred pound lap dog. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, my buddy has a has a King Corso, and I, he's just a lap dog as well. So that's cool. Um, yeah, no, he's he's super cool. I mean, you gotta, as they always say, like you know, people say like King Corsos are tough to breed and things like that. I mean, personally, like, and they're either mean and things like that. Nah, the meanest the owner, dog man. in my eyes is a Chihuahua. Yes, oh, yeah, they want to kill you no matter they what. Those are ankle biters, buddy. Hey, ankle if a, biters. If a they Chihuahua will, is the size of your King Corso, it would kill, kill everybody. the whole city. The it would yeah. kill every, yeah, it would, you're right, bath. it would kill everybody. <laughs> you're like Godzilla. I saw a guy walking two King Corsos the other day. He had two black ones. And they were pulling him like he was in a chariot. I can't believe he could stay up. Right? And, no, he was. He, he did not have control shot. of those dogs. No way. And they were like, they took off, and they were literally like, he, he was about to go down on the sidewalk. Oh, There's nothing he could do with those dogs. Really? They were uh, way too was, strong for him. Yeah, with him, I um, the best thing I could have done with him, as I did my my little Boston Terrier, is, is I took him to. There's a pretty big dog park. And um, I just took him there when he was little and just put him down and let him see that where there's too much going on. Yeah. You want them to be where they don't know what's going on. There's too much going on. There's dogs everywhere barking, running, doing this. Because I wanted him to get used to that, a lot of that activity. Yeah. So he doesn't go, if there's a kid riding a bicycle or, or whatever like that. Yeah. Every, I mean, dog, it, worst dogs of the year. I think dogs hate 4th of July Memorial Day because oh, yeah. fireworks and things like that. I want him to get used to this, especially me riding a motorcycle or whatever. If I take yeah. him to the track and 
I don't want him to freak out or whatever. So yeah. that's why I did that. And now he just, you know, yeah, you know, now he's almost he's almost so calm to where I'm just like, hey, like there's a squirrel over there. Like, let's go get it. He's just <laughs> looking at me like, there's a squirrel. You go get it. Yeah. Like that's kind of you know, so. But anyways, that's kind of what I've been doing. But dude, they're awesome dogs. If you ever do decide to get one, man, it's it's uh, yep. it's it's a it's a really cool dog. But yeah, just so you know, when a big dog becomes a big pile of dookie, and a so, big old food bill, that joker's gonna big eat old poop, boy. <laughs> Those things, this guy, dude. Every every time I turn around, I'm spending eighty, ninety bucks for a dang bag. Yeah, that's and right. new shoes God, all the damn dude. time. Stepping that doo doo everywhere. <laughs> Oh, man. Oh, there's some lion mines out there. Now, now, neighbors are all pissed off. Smells like poop all over the place. Shoveling and all that. A dead grass. Got to get the good grass. I put the good grass in the front. They get smart, so they run to the front and poop in the good grass. I'm like, dude, we ain't doing this in front of the yard. Okay? They all do it, man. That's awesome. Can't stop them. They want the good grass. They want good grass, you know? They like it. They love good grass. That's the truth. Well, that's it. We're going to let you go and go. Scoop some poop, man. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, it's nine o'clock tonight, so whatever's out there, they, I'm sorry. If, if my neighbor come across, come across my, yeah, I hope he walks across my yard this morning because I'm going to be sitting <laughs> hey, out there smiling. He'll lose his boots like that kid at Loretta. <laughs> yep. He's going to lose his boots in <laughs> yeah, your poop, in the dog poop. Yeah, he's going to have a mud foot. He gonna, that's what he's going to have. <laughs> mud foot. That's gross. <laughs> All right, buddy. Thanks for being on. Thanks for taking some time out of your evening, sir. It was a good hangout with you in the tower as well and make, uh, making fun of people, especially Jason Wygant. <laughs> yeah. What a nerd. Oh, no, it was awesome. No, it was, it's good. It's always good. I appreciate you guys having me on, and uh, let's do this again sometime. Right on. Thanks, so Thanks much. Malcolm. Thank you. All right. Appreciate it, boys. See you, brother. See you, brother. Have a good night. Easy breezy. Things you didn't think a factory rider might say. Yep. Malcolm's man, awesome there, mud, man. Let me tell you. <laughs> he got mud foot or mud boot or whatever. That dude, like when he was leading that race and then crashed. I mean, oh. the crowd it was like, loving it, dude. It's like Aaron Plessinger. They're both yeah. the same guy. They're the same yeah, guys. The people, fan base have, is awesome. Like, I don't know, though, man. I Because he's got, you know, James, you know, out there in front of him and like when he crashes, it just breaks my heart, man. Yeah. I mean, I'm so rooting he's, for him he every can, time. He can. He has world class speed. And he's got such he's a good attitude. He's got to have the conditions go right. You know, like he's talking about his little part in seven. But when you, when you go and like, there's a kid on a fifty, and Malcolm Stewart goes and talks to him and hangs yeah. out with him, just Never like with your it. kid. He gets it. And well, their Ava parents knows, are like, my daughter doesn't follow motocross at all. She knows who Malcolm Stewart is. Yeah. And if she was gonna go buy some gear, it'd be his. That's why she'd buy. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, he's he's uh he's making an impact for sure. Yeah, he's awesome. That's where you're supposed to do it. Yeah, it's super cool. Million dollars. And he's smile. genuine too, man. He hang, he hangs out in that tower and loves watching these fifties. Like cheering for him. He's, Look at that dude, man. He can barely stand up. He can barely get any daylight under that man's butt on the PW class. <laughs> yeah, because that was they his are favorite short, guy. They're right? teeny weeny little dudes. That's yeah. awesome. How well, old is that kid? Go get your sheets. Tell me how old he is. I'm like, eh, he's like six, but. Just yeah, a short little just dude. Short one, that yeah. is so cool. Well, yeah. yeah, and he could be anything. He doesn't have to be that cool. I mean, he has earned the right to sort of be reclusive like most pros are. Sure. They got their life they want to live. and What a bummer to lose, like, the whole damn season, basically. Yeah, it's hard. I can't believe how long he had to stay off. But you know what? He's got. We were talking about styles on bikes. He's got a good style on a bike, man. Man, he's and just he's next going, level he's, on the whoops. It looks wild going, as hell. That hair, just, I'm like, man, it's like he's The hair wild. adds Well, to and it. that it because does. it's, you know <clears> – <throat> A, because, like I said, 
He and I are probably close to the same size. And every time I see a picture of myself on a motorcycle, you feel giant, don't you? I, I feel giant, and I feel like the biggest dork. I'm like, look how stupid <laughs> I look for being so tall. If you had dreadlocks, dude, fix you know, the if you were just, gonna tell you, if I you were black, have, I used to have some, yeah, shoulder long hair. If you were yeah, just black yeah. and had dreadlocks, yeah, and were good on a dirt bike, I you could, could do just all like the catalog shoots like for the. <laughs> I could be just, just keep like the helmet on. Them. But yeah, but for him to still look, look good cool. on a bike, it's hard to look cool be that big and bulky. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, you know, him and Rick Smiths. I mean, Rick Smiths at seven four. Yeah, between those two, yeah, like, his style yeah, was pretty good. Flipping too. some change difference there. Yeah, so yeah, I mean, that's how it is. Wharton brought the the hair game to Mid Ohio. Yeah, he brought strong. Stewart game. one day maybe he'll hit a vintage race one day and bring the hair game back. To, Please do to the Mid Ohio. What concourse. if Stewart showed up at a vintage race, man? Just for no reason. Up. He'd probably win. You think so? <laughs> I just think so. We got an XR two fifty. We could let him borrow. We always have a missing man formation. Anytime, just always show up. run the missing man. There. That's there. what they'll run when Barry jumps that double. They'll run the missing man formation. Yep. When Absolutely. he finally launches. He, he ain't going nowhere. I know. He's he the is. Keith Richards of motocross, son. He is. 2107, 2103. 2103. Wow. That's the year he's going to jump that so double. So he's got 80 more years, is that what yeah. you're saying? And approximately. I mean, you're I mean like, are you locking in at 2103? I, you know, I'm going to go ahead and put my money on 2103. That's solid. That's smart. I would okay. do that, too. Well, the odds are just big. You know, when you go ahead and bet this far ahead, you know, like when somebody bets. Yes, you get the great odds. You get yeah, because nobody thinks he that's lives, going to be. He, he lives another 80 years. You could be a billionaire. You know, I don't want to be, be so embarrassed if he beat you on a grass track in eighty years. I don't want to be silly, but you know, I've got that kind of foresight. Wow. Yeah. Enforcer. A lot of time, yeah. Just history's shown yeah, that my, you can make these kind of predictions yeah, accurately. Yeah, yeah. Man. So. So crates. You know me. So you and so crates. Hey, big thanks to again to Leverskin stepping Air-Postle. up big. Me and Air Apostle. Air Apostle. <laughs> Paying big money. Aeropostel, you idiot. Oh, Don't make it. Idiot. You and Aeropostel. It's in the mall, son. Oh. All right, that's it. We're going to shut this thing down. Yeah, Leverskins, thank you very much. Big, <laughs> big, you know, big support. Big time support. Bit really happy to have Wolf, Wolf Sport. Sport. Trailer board. Popular brands here. That, tell me the five worst brands, that, like the <laughs> ugliest brands, that you, if you of, got sponsored by them. Of gear? Just ev- no, gear? like pick. You need okay. a. You need, okay, so your whole. You need a motorcycle. Up, you need yes. a motorcycle. So you get you need, a 2000 KTM. You need some, you need some gear. <laughs> I had a KTM. I know. I, I think it was one of the ugly ones. You need gear. Pumpkin. Okay, and so then you, you get need Wolf some Sport. And you need uh, a shitty electronic store <laughs> for no reason. <laughs> Just so you can have your uh, yeah, like Walkman. Cir- Circuit City. Yeah, you get Radio Shack with your, still there, yeah. your damn headphones and your Walkman. Right. So you're and going with the Borg tires. Trelleborg tires. And the Hacksaw Company to so when you change your tire. Because you're not taking tires. <laughs> so Ace Hardware. You're, you're going to... Use you just have to get off. new wheels. Yeah, you just <laughs> just take them off. <laughs> you just buy. I new need a wheel. tire and wheel set, please. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. You just order from Tire Rack. So a 2000 KTM is the first bike you go to. No, I just knew whatever that pumpkin orange. I never liked that. That's man. hideous. Was that was earlier color. than that. Cliff Palmer was on that thing. Yeah, and then they had the teal model before that. Maybe that uh, what's his name that went to Kawasaki was on. Billy, uh, he was the team manager for Cowie. Fisher. For Mike Fisher was team yeah, manager Mike for Cowie. Mike Fisher. <laughs> well, he was on the KTMs. Mike Fisher riding the turquoise. Oh, shit. We never stayed this late before. Shoot. When our jam kicks off, this one kicks on. Oh, that's up. All right, that's it. We're going to shut her down. Winners take you all is done. Thank you again to Lieberskins. Everybody else, suck it. Love you, bye. See ya.